Right to Brighton is recorded live in front of a YouTube audience. Spicky and I really should be the first people you, you turn to. Anytime there's a big event, you turn to us first. We'll, we'll sort you out. We'll tell you exactly what you think. Don't, don't go out there and think anything on your own. That would be dangerous. The Trump administration announced this afternoon it is reversing an Obama-era policy that encouraged colleges to consider race. Trump declines request to lower flags in memory of Capitol Gazette shooting victims. All right. Oh, boy. Guys, I'm just thrilled to be here. It is America's 242nd birthday and the 242nd year that King James III has been a little bitch and got dabbed on. Fuck them. Fuck that guy. Fuck everything outside of this country, at least for today. This is Right to Bryden. I am Bryden. We are America's journalists, right back where we should be, right back in your ears. And at, with me again, and I'm sorry we took a break, uh, but, you know, we had to just, we had to miss an episode. But with me, as per the huge, it's Spicky. What's going on, Spickster? Uh, right now, dude, I'm just drinking, hanging out with uh, one of my fucking best friends that I've met my entire lifetime. And happy birthday, motherfuckers. Happy fucking birthday to America. It's it's just fantastic. And I, I love the enthusiasm that I see from right-wing Twitter today. It's so nice, like, owning on the libs, owning on the Euro fags. Like, it, 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 I, you, you got to understand, dude, for all of Europe, they dread this day on the internet because they're like, oh, yeah, it's coming around. He's going to, oh, he's going to. And then, then, then we, and when you do it, we show up, we're like, yeah. Burgers, guns, fireworks later after Ride to Brighton. Let's do this. And uh, it, it's wonderful. I mean, I, uh, I mean we, we've had a few interesting things happen today. I, uh, we, we're not sure if it was because of the protest, but did you see the, uh, uh, the, the um, uh, marsupial that uh, was climbing the, <laughs> the Statue of Liberty? The, the uh, uh, black spider lady? I think it was Venom. Uh, climbing yeah. up there. Yeah, they're not sure if it was uh, because of the protest or not. There was a protest that happened at the same time, and the protest people said, "No, she's not with us." Uh, but who knows? She could have. I mean, I I never want to be too quick to say she didn't just do a bunch of drugs. Uh, man, I could see doing a bunch of fucking MDMA or meth and being like, "Yep." I can fucking do it and just hop on and fucking try that shit out. But uh, given the day, the circumstances, I think that's highly unlikely. I, well, I mean, 4th of July, you got to party somehow. I mean, you know, it seemed like she was hugging the statue, which if that's what she was doing, you know, I guess okay. God bless her. You know. Here's the thing. How many people, I, I, I wonder how many people have climbed it. I wonder how many people have done so from the backside and just got away with it. Because realistically, <laughs> how many people take a picture of that motherfucker every single day? It's got to be millions. There's probably millions of fucking selfies and shit. Oh, what's this gorilla-looking motherfucker climbing up the side of this shit? 
Oh, oh, yeah, let's zoom in. Oh, yeah, let's get some news helicopters. Okay, let's get the Coast Guard. Uh, okay, let's get some boats on that motherfucker. Like, dude, climb up the backside of it. <laughs> I th- okay, the way it's set up, I think with the way people walk around, they'll see anybody climbing up there, man. Um, uh, <laughs> it's you- not like nobody's no, ever seen the Statue of Liberty's ass. No, I I know. I well, I know. I mean, there's boats and shit. Obviously, there's airplanes and stuff. But you're much more likely to not get caught if you climb up the backside of it. That's not directly facing the fucking harbor. The pictures that I saw, she was she was underneath the shoe, so she was yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I don't know. It's the timing is interesting. Uh, so she could have like been. Fun. Looks like fun. I don't know how she did it. Like that's some skills Gorilla. there, really. <laughs> well, even they, I don't think they could. They could do that. I mean, something like King oh, yeah. Kong, you know. I mean, but I, I don't know. I mean, we had to, we did have some good news uh, regarding a real American, and I would hope soon to be senator, Mr. Joey Chestnut breaks world record down seventy four hot dogs to win Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Uh, Joey Jaws Chestnut broke his own world record by eating 74 hot dogs in 10 minutes. That's his 11th Nathan's Nathan's hot dog eating contest title. And they give you a belt for it. (laughs) Oh, yeah, dude. He deserves the strap. But uh, Brian Stelter is going to wolf down way more wieners than that tonight. Strange wieners, too. Not the same one. He's going to carry on. So, really... Uh, I'm not impressed by this at all. I, it's pretty gross. Like all of the, um, like all of, they they take action shots of it. Like I saw it on oh. fucking ESPN and shit. Like it's in the sports section on USA Today. And you know a lot of these photos they look real silly. Like if a guy's dunking or something like that. You know he looks a little weird. He's like looks like he's pooping or something like that. Old Joey J- Jaws Chestnut over here. Like, nobody looks good shoving three hot dogs, bun and all, right into their into their gullet like that and washing it down with with just water. It, it makes me sick just thinking about it, honestly. Like, but uh... Yeah, two things about this. So the, the, when he got the title, when he was standing there with the strap, he didn't look like the UFC fighter who just went through, like, a five-round war and got his fucking ass beat in return as – far as dishing it out to the other guy like all bloodied up and stuff no this guy looked like he wanted to fucking die yeah is what he yeah. like you have you put him side by side with any ufc fighters ever won a belt they're like yeah this is awesome that guy's like uh i'm gonna shit 42 times tomorrow and it's gonna be fucking terrible McLean, what do you do like you get the strap do you just uh go behind the stage and fucking jam two fingers down your throat and fucking puke everywhere that's what i would do personally i don't i mean i it would be way fucking more efficient than shitting that out in my opinion well i mean and you're right they may do that actually i don't know um but i mean you're right about how exhausted he looked like mcgregor looked better after fighting mayweather than than joey chestnut did (laughs) well he looked like he just ate 74 hot dogs in 10 minutes yeah, yeah, Mayweather or uh, the McGregor Mayweather fight. McGregor was gassed, man. He carries a lot of fucking weight. He cuts a lot of weight. Joey Chestnut, man, how do you? How is he skinny like? He's not skinny, but how is he? 
How is he not 300 fucking pounds? How is there not a fucking behemoth like, uh, you know, the 450-pound Alaskan Jewish hacker that I am up there winning this hot dog eating contest? How is it this little fucking guy? Well, you remember the old guy was like uh, some Asian fella who was like smaller oh, yeah. than me who was like, I eat a hot dog and just, you know, had, had a strategy. I don't know. He just would swallow them whole. It was really disturbing to watch. He was uh, way smaller, too. Yeah. He was smaller than Joey Chestnut. I, I mean, really, Joe, I, the whole thing of competitive eating is so... Uh, it feel, it might not have originated in America. I would imagine that it did. But it's just so fucking American. Like, we have such an excess of food. Like, you're never going to find an eating contest in Venezuela. Just trying to eat is already a contest. You know, it's like who can catch the stray dog faster and you get to eat, you know, that's what you get to do. But it's just, it's, it's, uh, it's such a display of, <laughs> of arrogance and just, and it's sponsored by Nathan's hot dogs, you know, the, the expensive ass hot dogs. Uh, that are shitty, by the way. Uh, I've never suck. had one. I've... Yeah, they're not good. <laughs> it's just, I mean, am I wrong here? This is just, what else is just so blatantly like, I, I any other day I might have a little bit of like oh yeah that's kind of something that we do uh, but when you do it on the Fourth of July it's like fuck yeah guy eat seventy four hot dogs eat a dick Sweden it's uh they, they, I, don't, I don't think they have hot dogs in Sweden I I think the only thing more American is shooting heroin to be honest with you like I think I, there's not too many other countries that do it like even the Afghans are like that are shipping the shit out they're like ah. We're not touch this shit you know like i think that's that might be the only other fucking thing like and who the fuck knows uh you know if hillary clinton was elected we might have a heroin shooting contest uh well i think just you and i would. Of this. <laughs> just me and you would have a heroin shooting contest just out oh of dude <laughs> we like, should oh, we should i bet i'll win i well yeah i mean i don't if if, if if we don't win it, if we don't win in 2018, maybe you know who knows. Is there but, is there a winning at that point though? No. <laughs> like 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 you just wake up on your well sitting right here, just fucking piles of fucking needles and empty heroin bags. Like ah, wake up in the morning, be like, oh fuck, I lived. Oh puke everywhere. Yep. Hey man, I beat Bryden's ass last night. This is fucking great. Like honestly, I think that might be better feeling the next day. Than uh, eating fucking seventy four hot dogs, <laughs> like uh, really? No, I mean you, you like I, I would actually, I'd rather like it, rather than eat seventy four hot dogs, I'd rather shoot fucking three grams of fucking black tar heroin. <laughs> like you're gonna feel way better the next day, and you won't There's... be pooping at all. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for probably a week. But yeah, I mean, dude, think about that. Like, how fucking awful do you have to feel after that? Yeah. Yeah. He looked like shit. I mean, he he just he looked like fucking death. How do you do it though? How do you fit it in there? Like, it's like how does it? I don't get it. I don't understand. Guy's got a fucking vacuum pump and not a stomach. I I really forcing it down his thirty feet of fucking intestine. <laughs> Well, here, here's something else that uh, I saw that made me proud to be an American instead of a fucking Canadian. 
This came from a verified on Twitter, uh, Muna Mir. No idea who this person is. Uh, their bio, it's, it's M-U-N-A underscore M-I-R-E for those playing at home. Um, I think it's a girl. It could be a guy. It's like a real... It Like, just speaking, am I wrong to say he or she kind of looks like Prince? You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I mean, but uh, whoever this that's is awesome. said, Happy Somalia Independence Day. Canada is a nation with a racist founding myth built on indigenous suffering. So fuck Canada Day forever and ever. Amen. This was sent on uh, July 1st of this year. So I don't know if Canada had an Independence Day. I, I don't even know what that would be like on the first or not. But, uh, Wow, child of refugees, and this is this is what uh, this is what you're dealing with. This is this is uh, you get this prince looking blue checkmark Somali, who I don't I don't even know a producer or researcher for Condi Condi Nas Condi Nas. No, that's not Condoleezza uh, Condoleezza uh, Rice. I was thinking it was I. I was thinking I missed it. Like Condor, Condoleezza had gotten like a podcast. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, but Condé Nast is a premier media company renowned for producing the highest quality content for the world's most influential audiences. And I have not heard of you. And then I guess uh, worked for Run the Rundown BET. So there you go. This is this is what that person is famous for is being being a prince looking motherfucker. I. Uh, but I mean, what kind of what kind of a fucking attitude is that? Like Canada takes you in, you Somali fucking asshole, takes your parents in. I wonder what Shim's parents think about this. Um, that would be more telling, I think, than what you know the second generation uh, who takes everything for granted w- would be thinking. I just what an asshole tweet. Yeah, I mean. Uh... <laughs> ungrateful motherfuckers what i can come up with with this one uh more and more of this shit happening thing is like tweets like this get traction but like some of my really good funny ones eh, like 50 retweets is a good fucking tweet for me these people man they're so fucking ungrateful uh what are you gonna do it's disheartening i mean i guess canada so i don't really give a fuck yeah well fuck fuck canada i don't know um all right same way here though yeah well not for long we have trump they've got uh trump the russians are gonna fucking be the ones who end up ultimately taking him down that's what i hear that's what i hear and that's something we're gonna talk about tonight um so yeah what we've got is we've got some uh jim jordan we've got uh some interesting uh stuff about affirmative action obviously we're gonna talk about the ice protests uh what's going on with the dnc we've got more uh investigation russia investigation news obviously president trump is going to be meeting with uh vladimir putin uh what is it i believe like the 16th something like that got some uh north korea stuff got some stuff from journalists got some good funny stuff uh, all in all, we are just really uh, ready to, 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 to deliver the quality product that we always like to deliver for you, but um, only, with, uh, only with the permission of my, my valuable co-pilot here. What do you think, man? Are, are they ready to celebrate uh, the 242nd birthday of this, of this great nation by 
just hating on everything. I think our listeners are ready. I think they might be ready. Let's let's see. Right to Brighton is oh, recorded no, live that's the in front of a YouTube audience. That's the wrong one. Speaking of, I really should be the first people you, you turn to. <laughs> oh, good. All right. Well, whatever. Uh, we're, we're still going to... Uh, I'm never going to cut that. Who am I kidding? I'm never going to cut that. You are now cordially invited to ride shotgun in the smart car of hate. It's right to ride. So Jim Jordan, in um, just very peculiar time, you know, his name has been uh, tossed around to perhaps replace Paul Ryan, a speaker of the House. He uh, was one of the co-founders of the Freedom Caucus. Real good guy, Jim Jordan of Ohio. Um, but uh, apparently, a former Ohio State wrestler has accused Representative Jim Jordan of one of the most powerful, cons- uh, one of the most powerful conservatives in Congress, blah, 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 spare me USA Today, of knowingly ignoring sexual abuse allegations while Jordan was a wrestling coach at Ohio State University. So in April, uh, Ohio State announced it was opening an investigation into allegations of sexual misconduct for its former wrestling team physician, Richard Strauss. Don't, you know, don't don't dig too deep into that or anything. Uh, Strauss, who served as the team's doctor from the mid-1970s to the mid-1990s, died in 2005. Jordan, an, uh, an Ohio Republican first elected to the House in 2006, worked as an assistant wrestling coach in Ohio State from 87 to 95. Um so he has now come out and denied these uh, uh, allegations here. Uh, Paul Ryan, of course, said that it's a very serious matter. Uh, Doug Andres, a spokesperson for Ryan, said these allegations are, are serious. Uh, these are serious allegations and issues. The university has rightfully initiated a full investigation into the matter. The speaker will await the findings of that inquiry. Yeah, okay. I, I can agree with that. But lame duck Paul Ryan... Well, who would he not want taking his place? Someone like Jim fucking Jordan. Because the last thing that these cuck-servative, never-Trump assholes want is for the Freedom Caucus and their ideas to expand throughout Congress. Because that would mean that the Trumpian agenda would be in full swing. And God knows they can't have that. Because even Ryan is still trying to keep together any little bit of legacy he can have. And he's going to go off to some, you know, some, some other job here. Uh, or he might be trying to run uh, in, in 2020, but I don't really believe that he's going to try to do that uh, at this point. Even as stupid, even as arrogant as Paul Ryan is, he's not that stupid. Nobody is, uh, nobody's really going to give that an honest effort. And his, he, he can make money doing something else. And his asshole wife is a, uh, you know, Democrat, like, lobbyist lady anyway. So... Listen, the money's important to them. He never cared about this job. But um, Congressman Jordan never saw any abuse, never heard about any abuse, and never had any abuse reported him during his time as a coach at Ohio State. Jordan spokesperson Ian Fury told ABC News in a statement, uh, if what is alleged is true, the victims deserve a full in- uh, investigation and justice. Despite claims uh, to the contrary, Congressman Jordan's office has not received a request for an interview from an investigative team. We have demanded that they send us the supposed communication and remain willing to assist in any way that we can. Now, 
Um, what a shocker, Spicky. Isn't this the thing that they've been kind of running on a whole lot? Is like, uh, I don't know, uh, rape. And if they can't find any of that because he's been a good boy and he never even so much as stared at a girl's ass, uh, I don't know. I mean, nobody told him about it. And then it was even on, uh, I forget, I should have the clip, but uh, I, I didn't want to play clips this time. This, this bald asshole gets on, uh, one of the uh, accusers gets on uh, some, some TV, uh, mainstream media, a little turd bucket of a channel and said, well, of course he knew about it. I mean, there was a lot of uh, rock, locker room, uh, th uh, you know, bants and jokes going around about, uh, you know, Strauss being uh, gropey or whatever. Now, all of this, all of these allegations come from 20 fucking years ago. So this happens in April. Um, you know, it's kind of all behind the scenes here. And then what do you do? Oh, oh, it's, it's, it's Jim Jordan. It's Jim Jordan. He might have a shot of being the speaker. Uh, well, we can't have that. Uh, he's like uh, a rapist by proxy. How often have we been seeing this? It's over and over and over again. Um, that's all they have in their bucket is this little like Me Tooism. Uh, I don't know. I don't think Jim Jordan's going to come out and be like, oh, I saw it and definitely. And now I'm sorry I was drunk and I'm choosing to live my life as a gay man, a la Kevin Spacey, who has actually in some has had some more allegations levied against him as of late. But this is just right out of that normal fucking retard playbook that hopefully doesn't gain any traction. I, I, I don't know whether or not it will, but it's been that way for a very long time. And it's all they have at this point because racist doesn't work anymore. So they have to, and it's, it's been that way in politics for a long time. Nobody cares if you embezzle money. That's too complicated for all the dum-dums in Peoria to understand. They only care if you're not, if you're fucking somebody that's not your wife. So, this is just the timing is so perfect as we get closer into the into midterms. Uh, as Jim Jordan's name is starting to pop up more and more, and this is the first that many Americans are ever hearing about this guy. Uh, now he's uh, uh, covering up for pedos. So I don't know, man. Uh, that that was mm. my uh, is my uh, annoyance with this was like you know this this twenty fucking years ago, and it's based on nothing. What a fucking joke! It, the timing is so perfect. They're so transparent at this point. Man, here's the thing. If you're going to sexually abuse a wrestler, you've picked the wrong battle. You've trained them to, like, basically defend people from taking their back. <laughs> like, uh, that's the last person you want to rape is a wrestler. <laughs> like, they're fucking... Like, man, this shit is so fucked up. It, it's, it's an extreme. Um... They're not believing women anymore, so they're going to turn around to, like, male-on-male -male bullshit and uh, hope that sticks. It's disheartening. It's disheartening, dude. I mean, it's uh, it's all over uh, all of these sites now, and I really should have I really should have had the clip uh, brought up, but whatever. It's, it's all over, yeah. I mean, like, like here's the thing, man. Like, uh, the wrestling coaches who teach – 12 year old kids how to wrestle which uh, i started i think uh i think it was 10 when i started wrestling they put you in a really gay outfit and you basically try to wrestle your way out of that motherfucker <laughs> out like, of the outfit <laughs> yeah no you try to be no, <laughs> what no, kind no, of wrestling coach did you have no 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 that's not the thing like <laughs> uh, like you look like a complete faggot you try to make it look like 
you're not a complete faggot. You do whatever you can to be like, I can wear this thing and be a fucking man. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's like, you do whatever the fuck you can. Like, ah, like, <laughs> sexually abusing a wrestler. <laughs> I'm not so sure this happened. Well, I think, or, or anybody witnessing it happening. Ah, uh, I think, I think I found it. I think I found it. Uh, let me play it through so you can hear it here. Um, yes. Yeah. Keep keep going about your weird, awkward uh, experience. No, fuck with, you, uh, no, no. You know your your wrestling coach and how you you know you tried to wrestle out of an outfit no, in front dude. of him. Yeah, that's yeah, no. that's that's all right. They put you in a fucking mankini like Borat was, <laughs> and uh, basically. Uh, it's embarrassing as fuck, man. A lot of kids quit because of Republican it. Congressman hey, there's, 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 nothing to, uh, there, there's nothing to be embarrassed about, man. I mean, just remember, it's not your fault, Spooky. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, so here, here's the clip. Um, okay, I'm gay, all right? I don't care. Here's the clip. Here's the clip. I suck. suck potential candidate for speaker is denying a report that he ignored allegations of sexual abuse while he was a wrestling coach at Ohio State University. CNN's Gene Casares is working the story for us. Uh, Gene, House Speaker Paul Ryan weighed in on this and called the accusations, quote, serious. Okay, well, I, don't, I don't care Jim about Jordan this. Jordan was an assistant rep. Well, the uni- oh my God. I already know the story, you slut. I'm better at this said, than you are, you old don't hag. It's more of what Michael DiSabato said to me just minutes so ago. professional. Doc Strauss was a serial groper of of our bodies, including our testicles. It's unfortunate. I consider Jim a friend, but for whatever reason, he's made the decision to deny something that was absolutely happened. He he had knowledge of it. I have personal knowledge. And his locker was next next to Doc Strauss' locker in the locker room. So Congressman Jordan, shut up, thought. Uh, So that guy's name is Michael DeSabato. Um, but you know, I, I, okay. If he, if he got groped by, uh, the, you know, this Jewish doctor, which I mean, may have happened, you know, may have happened, but they're making it out to say from what I can gather from this. And I may be wrong guys. Uh, they're, he's saying, I didn't know anything about that. And, and this guy's being like, well, yeah, you did. And now guilty by some dead guy, guy died in 2005, some gropey Jewish doctor. This is, uh, it's just more smears. It's just more ridiculous smears at uh, a guy who's a threat to them. And, uh, you know, anybody in the Freedom Caucus is, is absolutely a threat uh, to a bunch of fucking commies. So, I don't know. I don't know, man. Got uh, You got anything else on old Doc Strauss? You need to, you got any repressed memories, maybe? <laughs> uh... <laughs> Not that I want to talk about here. <laughs> this is Right to Bryden, the number one ADL honeypot podcast. Trump officials reverse Obama's policy on affirmative action in schools. The Trump administration said Tuesday that it was abandoning Obama administration policies that called on universities to consider race as a factor in diversifying their campuses, signaling that the administration will champion race-blind admission standards. In a joint letter, the Education Adjusted Departments announced that they had rescinded seven Obama-era policy guidelines on affirmative action, which the department said advocate policy preferences and positions beyond the requirements of the Constitution. That's a big one. And... 
this there's been a lot of these uh policy guideline recensions like a ton of them most of them just don't don't really make the news at all uh but uh, the executive branch cannot circumvent Congress or the courts by creating guidance that goes beyond the law and, in some instances, stays on the book for decades, said Devin uh, M. O O'Malley. Oh, goddamn mix, dude. Uh, a Justice Department spokesman. So this, you know, this could go on. I mean, really, it's, it's a big, long New York uh, Times article. I don't really care about it that much. Uh, you can go read it on your own time. But... This is, uh, this is pretty good stuff, and a lot of the media are saying that this is hinting towards, uh, you know, when we find out who the new justice is, uh, or the pick for the new justice is on Monday, that, you know, they, they might roll back affirmative action, and oh boy howdy, that, that would be just fucking terrible, huh? That would be uh, so bad if people had to, uh, you know, get jobs based on uh, not having, you know, funny names or... Uh, growing up poor or anything like that. I mean, but um, this this is something that is not only you know good for for white folk, good for universities in general because they're and I guess people giving out student loans because they're probably gonna pay back their loans. This is great for Asians. Like Asians are on board with this man. They are so fucking thrilled that they're not gonna uh, they're not gonna be like five fifteen percent of of uh, you know these big Ivy League schools when they should be and this is a fight that we're gonna have to have eventually anyways with the asians uh but you know whether or not they're really supposed to be here but it um it's a it's a nice step in the right direction but the thing that that gets me the most the thing that you guys should look for the most is the executive branch cannot circumvent Congress or the courts by creating guidance that goes beyond the law and in some instances stays on the book for decades so what Obama did when when he was when that black guy that we let run everything for a few years, what he did was uh, made a lot of these policy guidelines. The executive branch was extremely powerful. It, it still is, but you're just not seeing the current president abuse it in the way that Barack Obama did. Now you see all of his stuff is getting undone. That's all getting undone. Now Trump wants he's a smart guy uh, wants his stuff to stay. Okay. Uh, we, you know, we saw the Iran deal get all pulled up, Paris Climate Accord all pulled up, because it didn't go through Congress. And you got to do that. You got to do that. And and Trump has said anything that he's going to do with North Korea, it's going to have to go through Congress. Because you don't want it to get torn up as soon as the next guy comes on. But what the executive branch was doing was just making these guidelines, you know, like Title IX was one of them. You know, just, just these guidelines for campuses. And now this doesn't mean that campuses have to uh, stop using, uh, you know, diversity quotas and things like that for their admissions. It just means that, you know, they're not exactly guided to and there's nothing that uh, can really happen to them if they don't. Uh, you're not going to end up with a bunch of frivolous nonsense lawsuits. And I, I like this uh, not only because it's right, because it's the right thing to do, but because it sends a nice little shock wave through uh the, through lefty town to where being a, a black trans disabled shim of color of questionable origin adopted left-handed uh isn't gonna be enough you're still gonna have to go to school uh or get into a you know a school that uh, you're supposed to be in uh, which means, you know, Evergreen State College, maybe they'll be doing okay. I don't know if they ever want to stop <laughs> accepting federal funding, you know. Um, but 
I just like the shockwave, and hopefully it's foreshadowing for something a little more. Hopefully the media is right this time, and it's it's foreshadowing for something a little bit more uh, when it comes to moving to a more uh, conservative, and I mean that in the best way, um, way of, 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 of doing things, which is merit-based. They've had it so good for so long. Like, holy shit, man. I wouldn't have wanted to be a black guy in, like, the 50s. But, like, from, like, 2013 all the way up until, I don't know, I guess, like, two years from now, you're fucking killing it, man. Everything's free. You walk into a room and people are like, oh, I'm just so sorry about everything. They've even still got people apologizing to him for Trump. You know, I'm not like that. So... I don't know. You, you, they, they thought try. They thought that uh, Obama was going to be president forever, and you could tell the way Obama did things. He thought he was going to be president forever, <laughs> or at least that Hillary would take off after him. But um, I like the shockwave that it sends out through these people. I like that it scares them a little, man. I don't know, Spicky. I just thought this was a fun yeah. one for me. It, it hurts their little feelings so bad that they might have to compete. It'd be terrible. Yeah, yeah, you might actually have to fucking do something. I'm sorry. Uh, it's it's fucking amazing to me the uh, backlash from this. You know, just the people who were just outraged that we're gonna have to fucking actually have black people work and shit again. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, like uh, we used to have to make them work. That's the last time they actually did work. <laughs> <laughs> oh really it is well i mean you know the, uh, the, the black unemployment rate is 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 down i mean it's still yeah. you know high compared to everybody else but, but i mean what's <laughs> that say about you know listen it's like you got all the opportunity here uh and that's the thing too about uh the affirmative action in the schools is like most of these motherfuckers get in there and don't finish a degree and then don't pay off their student loan debts now, for people that haven't done a student loan debt or have defaulted on the student loans, I'm not. I'm not talking about you. Um, listen, getting into how punishingly expensive school is is a completely different problem. Although I don't know why you'd want to go to a go to a, a, a school uh, like a college at all um, at, at this point. I mean, it 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 just shows that you're easily swindled or just wanted to get drunk uh and experiment with drugs for like four years instead of going out into the workforce um you can do that at my house ladies <laughs> if you're interested but uh you know a lot of them it's it's just wasted you know uh they don't all this money ends up wasted because they don't finish their degrees i don't have the numbers on it i once did it on uh on, on third rail way whiles back uh and it, it was just really surprising i mean it shouldn't be surprising but it's like one of those things. Yeah, I mean, we we we've run in this so many times. When you see the numbers, you're like, oh wow, that many, huh? And that's the thing is they just don't finish school. It's just kind of, uh, oh, this is another place where I can get room and board. I don't have to, uh, you know, go out there and make anything of, of myself or do anything. I can just prolong uh, living off of you know someone or something else. And the degrees that even that they do graduate with, they're the assholes at the fucking DMV, you know, and and you see how great that works. Yeah. The only question is, how does this affect college basketball? 
Uh, negative. Well, no, 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 because they'll get they'll get uh, you know school sh- scholarships. So I think it'll be fine. I think uh, yeah, I think it'll be okay. Believe me, I, the, I hope to tank it. Ah, it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. I mean, like, listen, like, there's. Let's see, the men, black men are what six percent of of the U.S. population. Let's say. 0.5% of them are really good at sports. You got like 0.25%. I'm being really, really generous with these numbers here that uh, can make a living doing it. Uh, they don't. They don't need to go to college. Let's just take them right out of right out of high school, throw them in the big leagues at this point. Who's care? Who cares? Oh, but I think we need a second NFL where they play without helmets, and they can have helmet to helmet hits i know what the end and i know what the end and nfl and the second nfl can stand for yeah exactly <laughs> and they have no pads and we just send them out there and if somebody dies on the field we just replace them with another one <laughs> i think it'd be way better way more entertaining it'd be way better than watching the fucking cleveland brown browns play fucking anybody dude holy shit oh man like, I don't even care who you throw out there. Just throw a guy who throws a ball up and some fucking black dude who doesn't give a fuck who's going to chase that ball down and get smoked head-to-head by another one. <laughs> uh, Yeah, I like that. That'd be great affirmative action. Hey, I'll give you a scholarship for that. <laughs> well, I mean, th- but this isn't affecting scholarships. Uh, you know, I, I, I that's a good no. question, though. I want to know if the amount of these scholarships will go down. Um, bec- I, I, I wouldn't imagine. So, if anything, I would, I would assume that they would go up. Because, well, it probably will. Yeah, it probably will. Um, yeah, because then they're going to run into the problem of which they the scholarships might actually go to more deserving people, but you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. All, all I know is uh, that it's. Sports scholarships are a bunch of bullshit. Well, I'm not I mean, talking uh, about sports scholarships. That's just, you get that for being tall, you know? Like, Shaq went to fucking college, as far as I know, and, like, he's dumb as a brick. But he does own a used car lot, so that's... Uh, that guy's got a lot more money than you and I combined. Yeah, but so, so does fucking, uh, you know, so does uh, Lil Wayne. And, like, as much as I like <laughs> Wayne, he's not a smart fella. No, no, no. That that is. I mean, Gucci Man. He had, what go is, to college. What is fucking Gucci Man's net worth? I mean, he is in court trouble all the fucking time, and you know he's a fucking retard. He's schizophrenic, and his net worth is estimated to be twelve million dollars. So, how much money some of these people have is not a good indicator. We should do a fucking rap album. Fuck this podcast shit. Fuck dude. yeah, dude. Oh man, we'll definitely have it. I. I, I don't know. I make beats, you know, we can do it. It'll be good. But I, I don't know. Okay. So before we, you got anything else on this one before we move on to the next thing, because we're, we're way off track, but I'm just, <laughs> I'm just happy. My bad. Well, yeah, we're talking about sports scholarships now, but, um, I, I think that this is, uh, it, it's probably something that's going to take a little while to, yeah, I think it's more of a, more of a win in the cultural sense, I guess. Um, then, you know, because they're not required to stop doing the diversity quotas, but I mean, maybe, you know, maybe they will, maybe some colleges will, uh, and we can start tearing down some of these weird school has gotten so gay, dude. Like, 
it's always been eh, kind of bad, right? But like, it's gotten really bad. You know, every school is starting to look like Evergreen State College, and and that's weird. You know, nothing ever should look like Olympia, Washington. It, it's very re- uh, reactionary for the left. You know, it's kind of like, ah, look at this fucking racist asshole. You know, kind of one of those deals. But uh, realistically, it's kind of the way things should be. You know, it's uh, equal rights, equal fights. That's not. Nope. Nope. That's that's not it. <laughs> from a neat So um, this is a little old, uh, I, I, I guess. But uh, Scott Pruitt becomes the latest Trump official to be harassed at a restaurant. A uh, lot of crazy shit going on from, from the old left here. And this is the only one that's not about ice. But uh, this is a video that went a little... A little viral with this uh, tattooed thought uh, with a kid who uh, came up to EPA uh, administrator Scott Pruitt at some restaurant and uh, like had a little list of things. Um, so, so here, here's a here's a clip from this. Um, it's got stuff in between though. It's like uh, we're we're not there yet to be able to show you uh, what all of this says. But, uh, hey, hi. Um, I just wanted to urge you to resign um, because of what you're doing to the environment in our country. This is my son. He loves animals. He loves clean air. He loves clean water. Meanwhile, you're slashing strong fuel standards for cars and trucks for the benefit of big corporations. Uh, you've been paying about a few bucks a night to say that DC condo is connected to an energy lobby. So I just realized you probably can't hear that very well uh, on the other side. So what she says, and you need to look this lady up, you know, she's got like the Richard Spencer haircut, dude. It's fucking weird, right? But she goes, I just wanted to urge you to resign because of what you're doing to the environment in our country. Uh, And her name is Mink. I bet she has a real nasty Mink. Uh, And she's older. She's older little two-year-old son. I know. And you know, she like didn't shave her legs or anything. Um, Mm. So yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, I don't know. Where's the rest of it? But yeah, she, she was like, here's my son. He's two years old and he loves clean air. He loves animals and, uh, you know, all of the, all of the things like, I mean, what, what two year old do you know? That's like, yeah, I love me some smog, you know, like even Chinese babies that smoke cigarettes aren't like in, in you know, missing the, the, the fucking dirty Chinese air when you take him away or like if you're, if your two year old doesn't love animals, Kill it. It's a psychopath. I don't know, dude. Two-year-old kids, they love animals. Like, what kind of a weird fucking, you know, Norman Bates kid do you have that doesn't, you know, like, love animals, right? Uh, But it turns out she's not just a concerned mother. She's an activist, of course. She was all about things on her Facebook about, uh, you know, ice, and I guess she's like a teacher and all of this shit. So what a shocker that she would decide to ruin somebody's fucking meal. Although... Hats off to her for recognizing the guy. Frankly, um, I, I I wouldn't recognize Scott Pruitt. You could he could walk in this room right now and be like, "Excuse me, uh, faggot, I'm doing a show. Thank you. Can you get out?" <laughs> like, oh oh, Mr. Pruitt. Okay, sorry, but I mean, it's just it, it's I hate that we've gotten to the point where uh, like I'm glad that she didn't defecate or like take off her shirt or like light anything on fire. That's the low expect. That's the uh, uh, the, 
the the bigotry of low expectations I have for the left. Like if somebody's like, ah, I dislike Donald Trump. I'm like, oh, fuck. What are they going to throw at me? Uh, it's I, I hate that. But that was my initial reaction. But I, I'm still like, what a fucking bitch. Like, what a bitch. And what an entitled bitch to think that, you know, oh, I'm just I'm entitled to this motherfucker's time. Um I get, you know, he's a public official or, or things like that, but he, he's an appointed official. You didn't get to vote on the guy, you know? I don't know. Uh, it, it just seems like she clearly, she recorded the video. This was just a stunt. Um, it's, uh, it's, I mean, it's, it's laughable, but at the same time, I mean, just good God, what a stink mink, man. Ugh. Yeah, it's a, it, it definitely is a stunt. Um, this is not going to stop happening until 2024. Uh, what, what, have we have we physically removed all of these people or what? No, it, it's not going to stop after that either. These people are fucking done. They're they've lost their fucking minds. They think this is a good idea because I hate social media. I really fucking do. Yeah. They think because they're gonna get likes and retweets on something that this is uh, this is very charming. They're gonna get blue checks to retweet them. Oh, congratulations! You've got a bunch of fucking literal retards retweeting your shit. Uh, man, it's it's so fucked up that uh, just because you're associated with Trump at any level. You're going to be harassed at this point, no matter where you go. Well, there was an article recently that even like, uh, you know, just staffers over at the White House have been having trouble dating in D.C., which like, oh, thank God for those people. You know, like uh, I'm sure if you were an Obama staffer, it was just a chlamydia fest through and through, you know, like D.C. is very, very liberal. It's filled with a bunch of fucking scumbags. D.C. is one of the worst places in the world. And I'm not even just talking about the politicians or like any of the people that were, I'm just talking about, it's a horrible place. The weather is oh, yeah. miserable. It's just, it's just, it's just overrun with, with blacks. Uh, it's, it's not, it's not a good place. You know, I went there one time and I thought, what a shithole. Like everything is kind of ghetto-y and then still expensive at the same time. Um, it's a horrible fucking, it's a, it's a horrible fucking place. Why would you want to date anybody in that city? I I don't I don't I don't get why you would you know but you're right anybody who has ever even had a job uh, is supposedly blackballed or anything like that um, and that that's what they want honestly because they couldn't stop this guy they couldn't you know from becoming president so now they want to just make it undesirable to if you're skilled enough to even work for the motherfucker. Uh, you know, that's what we're getting with, uh, the Mueller investigation digging into Manafort, who admittedly is kind of a, I don't know. I mean, Manafort probably, yeah, I'm almost certain that Manafort had some things, but it never should have come up. You know, they had to dig way back before he was involved with the campaign and all of that, but they're trying to tell yeah. people don't get involved with anything like this ever again. They're really going for the jugular on every level. Uh, yeah, it, it's fucked. Yeah, it is. And it's not going to stop, man. They're just... They're they're just beginning. I mean, imagine the outrage when they find out that Mueller finds nothing. 
Well, they're going to be able to say he didn't find nothing because, you know, you're going to get Manafort's going to jail. Uh, you got, uh, was it Papanopoulos is uh, looking like he's in some trouble, but also at the same time, as a result of all of this bullshit, um, you know, looks like Strzok is uh, not doing so hot. We're not going to talk about it today too much, but, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, we're, we'll talk about it on uh, probably Sunday uh, as we see it develop with his subpoena. But who he you know he's supposedly not going which is fucking illegal uh but you know i uh, it's 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 neat because i'm watching them do all of this insane shit like now this over here abolish ice vandals throw brick through window of gop office leave graffiti message this is abolish ice here so it's in nebraska at the gop executive uh, uh over there uh, kenny zoller confirmed to daily caller that they filed a police report it was monday night um uh, it's not too much. I mean, it looks like some drunk asshole came by and smashed that, but it's it's clearly coordinated, be, uh, an actual, you know, attack there, I guess. I, I think attack is a little bit too much. Uh, but they, they it looks like they moved a bunch of dust even to spray paint Abolish Ice, or maybe they did Abolish Ice and then somebody threw a brick and they were like, David, dude! And then they ran, you know. But I, it's... Uh, this this is this is uh this is this is what their their politicians are even pushing for you know you get aunt jemima uh maxine waters down there impeach 45 push back and make them uncomfortable and all of that a lot of this is her fucking fault um in a way they were doing that anyway but these are the same people that remember i i know maxine waters at some point if i had uh, a producer we'd be able to pull it up at some point, I know Maxine Waters had to have said that Trump's rhetoric was turning people violent at his rallies. So it uh, I'm not I wasn't surprised at this at all. I mean, again, it was another time where I was like, wow, they didn't put any poop in there. That's huh. All right. That's not that bad. You can replace a window. At least they didn't set it on fucking fire. Uh, These people, man, uh, it's. <laughs> Maxine Waters, uh, Nancy Pelosi is doing something similar, uh, not quite to the extreme. They are going to push and push and push these literal retards to just kind of pull this somewhat sometimes obscure shit. Sometimes it's going to be uh, just very blatant. Now, would you be surprised if one of these stupid cunts uh, had that Walmart t-shirt? Uh, the the impeach forty five t shirt put on Walmart dot com. Would you be surprised if it was like a pack or something fucking completely retarded like that? I would be surprised if it was a pack. Yeah, I don't think it's very coordinated people. Although I have to say that I got mad at uh, right wing Twitter as well, and that like the Ryan Fournier or whatever his uh, stupid name is there. I mean, not th listen. He's never done anything to me. I just thought it was dumb to get upset about uh, because it was a third party uh, that that bought it and was selling it on the site same thing that we saw with the antifa stuff so yeah maybe you fire somebody but like the walmart people didn't know shit about that and i'm not defending walmart either i'm just saying like jesus christ you fucking goldfish do you not remember last year it's it, there's just so much outrage coming from like everybody that uh it's weird that we're the fucking voice of reason here um we're like no no no, no, no. you got to be outraged about the right things here guys like the right yeah. things you know uh, it, it, I, I don't think that a pack or anything would do that. The packs are like busy trying to buy politicians, my dude. Um, they, uh, yeah. Like Paul Nealon. 
no pack will ever touch that man. <laughs> you can try. It's yeah, no, it's uh, his, those days are done. <laughs> those days are done for him. Um, one more protest thing, and then I actually went to a protest uh, undercover um, as we start to round up the uh, round up the thing, and then we have a guest coming on to actually talk to us about how to get involved on a lower level. This is stuff you guys should be sticking around for, but. Uh, the Guardian writes this, Occupy ICE protest camps expand across U.S. amid calls to shutter agency. You guys got to play along at home with this one. Uh, it's some of the most ridiculous um, like photos that I've ever seen. Like These guys look like a band I would listen to, you know? Mm. But uh, they've taken to Occupy ICE, which the Occupy protests, all they are is let's make a homeless camp. But uh, there are Occupy ICE facilities in San Francisco and Philadelphia where they have set up homeless camps. We will be here as long as we can, said Irma Rivas, a 25-year-old camped outside a San Francisco ICE building on Tuesday who took time to, uh, you know, from camping at her fucking normal Starbucks facility, I guess. Uh, What's important for me is the active disruption of ICE operations. I hope people do it everywhere. The occupations follow mass protests over the weekend in a wake of the Trump administration and the 2300 documented blah, 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 blah. Um, <laughs> this guy's name is Cat Brooks. It's, uh, it's interesting. It's time to abolish ICE and the inhumane and uh, unnecessary system of oppression. <sighs> yeah. Oakland activist who's running for mayor and showed up to occupy ice in San Francisco. We got to make sure that we pay attention to that mayoral race there over in Oakland, dude. But uh, I mean, they, they, these are like ridiculous, uh, you know, it's like uh, the rhetoric is just the same stale bullshit. Like, you know, they have a cab there. All cops are bastards. They got DSA has abolished ice and like all of this crap. Uh, but I think it's funny that, that they've taken this as an opportunity to, uh, like live there. I don't know. They've been like, like it's a pop-up rave or something like that. Like it's a, it's a pop-up festival that they fucking have. And then just now they just live there. And instead of, uh, you know, rave music, it's just like really shitty music that I guess they play in like chants and crap. Like it, it's, it's strange how they'll do this. It's occupy this, occupy that. They just live there. That's all they're doing. They're just, they don't have jobs. They don't have a place to live. And it's just, let's get all of the homeless people we can to come into one thing and say, you care about this. It's amazing because, you know, it's not just these like diehard punk rock activists or whatever, right? It's not these anarchists, these crust punks. It ends up being just straight up homeless fucking heroin addicts. Yeah, it's it's like going after uh, outside of any MLB game. I've been to, I think, six different cities. And you've got those black people beating on Home Depot buckets with drumsticks and people dancing around and tents and shit. Like, that's the same vibe I get from this. Like, yeah, we're going to go protest. Uh, no, it's a good excuse to go live somewhere because realistically, uh, we're not going to get kicked out of there for a while. I mean, I hope they do, but it's not the case that they're going to be able They're quote unquote protesting. It's well, the thing is, like, you've got to get a really special permit to, like, fucking live in a place in a protest like that, right? Um, 
but it's San Francisco. The place looks like a third yeah. world country anyway. They have a problem with poop. Like, yeah, poop. everywhere. Yeah, it's just everywhere, dude. And it costs a fortune. And then, like, this is this is what you got. I wonder how many of these people living down here are doing it for the funsies, you know? Um, you know, most of fucking DSA are just trust fund kids and shit. It looks like they have a nice little booth. It's just... I, I fucking hate this about people. Like, if you're going to be a sincere fucking socialist and, like, a total turd about things... Um, I'm going to need you to not make it a social event, you know? I need you to, like, go ahead and be be a little earnest about this. But they're not. It, so, have, have you ever been to Golden Gate Park? No, no. Nope. I've never been to... Uh, no, I've never set foot in San Francisco. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's, it's an awesome city as far as, like, like, sites and things to do for people like you or I who are fairly degenerate, let's not lie. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Golden Gate Park was this really awesome place where it's just a bunch of hippies hanging out. It's not a place you go looking for a fight or whatever. It's a place you go walk around on trails and hang out and shit. Uh, now that's, I'm pretty sure it's like one fucking 16th of the San Francisco population actually lives there. <laughs> like, it's that bad. Like, it's it, it's not like a, it's not so much a sightseeing event as much as like, Hey man, let's go here and buy drugs or, uh, you know, there's tennis courts, there's a couple baseball fields, there's shit like that. It's a nice place to just go walk around and hang out. Generally, uh, people can't even bring their kids there now because of the homeless population. I wonder how many of those. <laughs> what is this? People what do... is this? Two homeless <laughs> homeless dudes banging each other. <laughs> well, I wonder how many of them would be like, "Oh fuck, a new place to live, new scenery." <laughs> We'll just move this shit to the ice office, you know? Like, it, 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 it's pretty bad. It wasn't really that bad when I went there probably like five or six years ago or whatever. But uh, it's bad now. So I'd imagine they're just like, they pick those people up and like, hey, man, we'll give you a free taxi ride. You guys come sleep on the sidewalk in front of the ice office. Oh, that's exactly what happened. You know, they bus in voters. They do all these things. I mean, and these are organized by people with fucking money. Um, and this is this is the one that I went to. Uh, I, I went to it on, um, uh, what was it? I don't know, the other fucking day. Uh, Saturday when I was supposed to. The one that I was telling you guys go out there and do that shit. Because I'm not just empty telling you to do this shit. I actually go out and do this shit. So hopefully, hopefully this one was a little more organized. Uh, and, and there was a bunch of people there that was like the school was there and all of this shit. Um, but here's a piece of audio when I, uh, ran into the Amnesty International booth. Hopefully you can hear it. Interaction of a uh, young fellow who was killed in Sri Lanka and we're asking for justice on his So those are the Well, they're waiting for... justice on the, uh, excess destination. <laughs> Pardon? Uh, well, they're waiting justice for excess destination. I certainly hope so. I'm not that, that familiar with that case. So. Yeah, he was gunned down actually rather recently over in Florida. Um, and I oh, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. There will be um, MC actually. Yeah, so, uh, MC friends in groups like ours here in Cincinnati in Florida. And I know darn well they're going to be all about it. So. Well, thank you so much. I mean, he, was just, uh, he was a young guy. He was 20 years old. Yeah. So uh, Amnesty International official booth told me that there will be justice for excess Um 
uh, for, <laughs> for his tragic death uh, as he was gunned down in Florida. Um, but, I mean, it just goes to show you uh, that, you know, it, it wasn't, she could have just been like, oh, I haven't heard about that. Tell me about it. And then the jig would have been up, you know, because uh, I went down there and my hair looked all weird. I had to wear a Hawaiian looking shirt. Said my name was Tommy Basquiat. Um, and like interviewed a bunch of people and all of that shit. But like, she didn't say like, oh, can you tell me more about that? She immediately was like, oh yes, yes, there's going to be justice for, I mean, do a little fucking like a little bit, just a little bit. Cause if I don't know something, I'm going to tell you right away. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Can you, can you explain a little, um, or hmm, I know a little bit about that. Uh, she didn't know anything about that, man. You know who did know more about that, uh, about that guy? The fucking white dude over at the, the older white dude at the bar we went to afterwards who had the sweet mustache. I found the sweet bar afterwards. Uh, and, you know, like had a bunch of drinks there. It was a lot of fun. A lot of, you know, nice Republican people and, and Trump people. Uh, felt very comfortable. But uh, it got a little uh, racy, if you know what I mean. And they were still cool with it. Um, but... Like, yeah, even the, even the, even the fucking volunteers, like for big organizations like that, still dumbasses, still just dumb. It's, uh, it cracked me up, Spiky. I thought it was the funniest thing. Yeah, I love talking to stupid people. Uh, I wish I could do the same thing and just run around and, uh. I guess I probably could, but uh, talking to stupid people, man, it's amazing how much better. Like when you left there, how good did you feel about yourself? Um, I actually felt worse about the world in general. Yeah, no, but how about about yourself? <laughs> uh, pretty. I mean, once you reach max level, you stop leveling. You know, so like, <laughs> I feel pretty fucking great about who I am. Like I'm awesome. Uh, so yeah, I mean. It uh, it was fun, but yeah, it's one of those things, man. Where you feel like having a really bad fucking day, or feel like shit, or really hungover, and you go talk to this really stupid fuck, and then all of a sudden you're like, I'm fucking cured from whatever ailment I had before. I feel like fucking god. I'm gonna go do shit today, because there are a lot of stupid people in the world that make you feel a hell of a lot better about yourself. Yeah, that's why I'm on Twitter, my dude. <laughs> that is why I'm on Twitter. Uh, all right, so hopefully uh, our guest is going to be coming along here. Uh, we're going to go ahead and hit that break unless you got anything else. Because we are running up eh, two minutes, but this is going to be a long one. I don't care. Yeah, no, I'm good. All right, guys, uh, we will see you in just a little bit. Uh, in... in uh, in honor of Independence Day, we are running a, uh, a special on the shirts. If you use the promo code USA from now uh, until Friday, it's free shipping. So, um, yeah, go ahead and do that. I figured that was a nice thing to do. We're very nice people. Uh, we will see you uh, right after the break. Three, two, one. <laughs> 
Okay, um, well, that we our guest did show up, so I'm pretty excited. Always excited when that happens. And he's a pretty smart fella as well. Pretty smart cookie. Uh, his name is Fostian Spirit, and uh, he's launching a YouTube channel that uh, I, I know is starting now. I was speaking to him a few weeks ago about this, and I wanted to have him come on. His uh, his whole approach, his whole um, channel he's, he's, he's working on at the moment, and he's explained all of this to me, uh, and I know he's well-versed in it. Uh, is about the acquisition of political power, um, specifically uh, through the party and, and the party's rules. How's it going there, bud? Good. How are you doing on this 4th of July? Well, I mean, it's it's nice. I haven't uh, shot any guns in the air and uh, haven't eaten any burgers, but there's going to be some fireworks later, so pretty excited about that. Mainly just owning the libs and the, uh, and the euros on the old Twitters today. But um, So first things first. Um, just tell me a little bit, I mean, tell, tell everybody, I guess, just a little bit uh, about yourself and, um, you know, what your goals are. Well, I've, uh, I've worked in the political sphere for quite some time. Um, I guess you could say my beginnings started in student government. And from there, I pursued campaign activities for Ron Paul, as well as state and local officials, including myself. And part of what I organized was a essentially a hostile political takeover of the local Republican Party. And we almost succeeded. And the way that we did this was by targeting how the system is structured. So I, I'd love to go into that more, but I don't want to talk too much. No, 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 no. That's what you're here for. I mean, you're, you're definitely here to talk. Um, so let's go into that specifically, though, how, how the party is structured. And when when you say, you know, a takeover of the Republican Party, a lot of the uh, let's let's call them the, the people in Peoria uh, that listen to the program uh, might be envisioning some strange on the federal level, like, you know, we're going we're gonna to have some grandiose campaign and we're going to win a senator uh, type of deal. That's that's wrong, right? That that is wrong. I think that would that would even be the uh, Zog's vision of how that would uh, be portrayed. So the rea the reality of the situation is that both the Democrat and Republican Party have used federal and state power to collude with one another to ensure their monopoly over the political process. Okay. So part of that. It, this has manifested in many ways. It varies from state to state, even county to county, how they structure these systems. But ultimately, they're all modeled off of the same tiers of power. So the very lowest of the lowest of the lowest of hanging fruit is what's known as a precinct committee officer. So what a precinct is, it's, uh, it's a geographical location that was gerrymandered by the Democrats and Republicans or one or the other that encompasses basically territory within a district. And a district is a division of a county. And the counties are a division of what's known as a state. There's often different terms that are used like municipalities, etc. However, on the whole, it, the normal system is this tier of power within both the Democrat and Republican Party. So that's the bottom level. And then it just keeps going up levels. 
So what we did was I got a map of all the districts and all the precincts where I lived. And I found people, mostly volunteers who were, who were part of the Ron Paul Liberty stuff, who lived in certain neighborhoods, and we put pins up on a board to try and target every single neighborhood we could. We even had three people move before the registration deadlines so that unoccupied, like literally empty seats, they were eligible to run for, and they would run unopposed and win. So this is how we almost took over my local county Republican Party. So right. we, yeah, go ahead. Oh, well, I, I wanted to, to say a lot of these are empty. That's uh, a, a big thing that I think a lot of people don't understand. We were talking about a um, uh, friend of the show, James Alsop, uh, recently, you know, got a PCO position, and, and the the media made it out like, and it was it was an elected position, and it was just unopposed, and they just gave it to him. And it was I saw people freaking out on Twitter like, this is amazing or whatever. I'm like, like literally anybody can do this though. Like it's fine. Like I mean, I, you know, you can do it. It's it's not you know, the Daily Beast was acting like you know he had just become mayor of a small town or something, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> but when okay, let's let's say. Um, well, Go ahead. Can you that real quick? Um, yeah, literally anybody can do this. And it's like all the shit libs and the Sivnats, they're they're all doing this, you know? So why not us? Right? Why not us? Well, absolutely, why not us? Um, but let's say now I, I I already know the answer to this. I've just got a play good interviewer, devil's advocate fella. Well, what happens then if we uh, get all of these all of these PCO seats and it's all of quote, you know quote unquote our guys or even just slightly agreeable people? Well, so what then? Well, I think this is kind of the beauty of it is that what what we need to do is take that first step, and that's when we can start saying so what then. Like, I would like to see more legislative initiatives, more policy, like advocacy, basically more ballot initiatives, I think that would be awesome. And um, yeah, lobbying for legis legislation in your state house or, or however it's structured, bicameral or mono. So I, I think it just progresses naturally with the momentum that it would build. And, it, you know, it, yeah, so. Well, and as much as people bash the Tea Party, these are things that they were able to do. Um, and this is actually how you take over a party. It's not voting for Donald Trump once and then he didn't cut funding to Israel. And therefore now you just think he's a Jew. Um, <laughs> you know, it's not that. Um, it's, not. it's guys like you and guys like me who go out there, who like walk into the, the relevant government office who register to run for vote. You know, that's that's basically uh, to, or to run for office, to go get the vote. You know, that's it's the, literally that simple. And and you can put as much time in it as you want, you know. But the thing you have to understand, there's a, there's more than just this precinct officer position. You know, there's like the precinct district officers, which typically the PCOs vote on. There's also members of the of the chair, basically the, the board of directors for your county Republican Party. Then there's also the offshoot groups or task force that, that they set up that they elect within their ranks. So even if you don't acquire a super majority to totally take over, if at the very least you have a seat at the table, 
that means you can lobby to get a, a position higher up to make more of a difference to actually be able to affect policy and affect change and getting yourself known within you know the local community as well as you know especially the uh the party in your area if you're a charismatic guy who doesn't uh you know say the n-word too terribly much i mean let's be honest it's still republicans so you know they, they, it slips out every now and then depending on where you live uh <laughs> you're you're good it's it's FaceTime with these people who will eventually die yeah and that's the other thing about that eventually die a lot of the people who occupy the positions of power within the party who ultimately decide legislation candidates for office rules and regs all that stuff these people are all boomers and they're quite insulated they're very you know honed in on the tv they um they're not very active when it comes to like what we can do you know we can go out and ship posts in the real world you know we can we can go to uh, leftist events and talk to them and pretend to be one of them you know <laughs> not that anyone here would ever do that no so. Well, that's essentially what a PCO does, though. Uh, I, I think it kind of got locked, uh, glossed over a little bit. I mean, just so that the audience knows, that's it's essentially what a PCO does is go out there and try to garner votes. Um, it's it's a volunteer position. You're not going to get paid by the party for a very long time if you decide to, uh, you know, get engaged with, you know, the GOP. Uh, which I understand how some people might be against that, but frankly, I think it's our best bet unless you want to go try to retake the libertarians and get some kind of a weird upset in 2024 or some weird thing where they got to start at 5% of the vote. I think it is where you got to start the federal government has to start ironically funding the libertarian party. I mean, it would, I'd love to see it. It'd be hilarious, but, um, yeah, am I wrong here that basically all a PCO does is kind of go knock doors and hand out flyer things and like, Oh, who are you going to vote for? It'd be nice if you voted for our guy. He's not black. Well, the PCO, you can you can campaign for your seat and your precinct. It also gives you like basically it gives you kind of like the equivalent of a press pass almost like you can go help out other candidates. You can go to the meetings like you can get involved as much as you want using that as like basically like a ticket to the show. So you can kind of turn it into whatever you like, but you know, it, in my experience, people had the most fun just simply talking to their neighbors because they were their constituents anyway. So it, in a lot of ways, like uh, it becomes it's not like it is on TV. You know, it's very friendly. It's it's more akin to conversations like this than like, you know, having to do manual labor or working for the Republican Party or something. <laughs> but, uh, not tie undone sitting in a call center, you know, Um now, no, I, I I don't know. I've been uh, I've been watching uh, I've been watching Veep recently because I had a seven day free trial of uh, HBO and I thought I gotta try that out and that's that's nothing like the actual politics, but it's a goofy show and it, it got better as the seasons went on. The writing got better at least once they once they were you know doing what they realized what these all these characters were doing. But that that's uh, derailing. Um, what. Yeah, okay, let's say you are, um, you know, Tommy Spaghetti listening to this show. Uh, where would you start? Where would you where would you start to get in this? Let's say we've got, you know, 19-year-old Tommy Spaghetti. He's, you know, driving his uh, Pizza Hut um, car around, and he's listening to this show, and he's like, this guy sounds pretty smart. I've been thinking about doing something like this. Um, I, I want to get involved with the party. Where does, where does he go? 
typically the the most normal place across the country is the county clerk's office which which is usually located in or near either city council or the mayor's office and and what you do is you go down there and you ask one of the clerks in in the relevant government agency to assist you with finding out what precinct you're in and what district you're in and what county you're in and usually you are able to buy like a laminated map from them and they're only a few bucks but you don't necessarily need to buy one i just think it's useful if you're going to do this to actually be able to physically see the boundaries of your precinct so that you aren't knocking on the wrong doors basically somebody so, should make an app for that you would think yeah I, I well you know what's interesting and i was gonna pose a challenge to you in a little bit here regarding uh running for office in ohio because uh i would i would implore you at, at some point during the stream to to go look at their website <laughs> and to figure out how to run for office off of this website and this is kind of what i'm talking about is like this kind of information like exactly how easy it is to register to run for office it's it's simply a matter of walking into that clerk's office saying i'm eligible for this office i want to run for it when are the registration deadlines can i do it now etc 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 so it's it's it doesn't it takes like maybe 20 minutes to do and that's sort of what your uh your channel that you're you're uh trying to get going here is going to be about right yeah i'm going to i'm still still struggling with the video like creation and editing process but i am like basically illustrating step-by-step -step process for how the system works and then how people can interface with it so but ultimately it's fairly simple you know it's it's finding the county clerks going and registering to run like you might be eligible for a city council seat there could be pre pco seats there's like ombudsman there's all kinds of weird things depending on what district you're in you know some judges are in one district some judges are in another all that kind of stuff so you know what? it's important go oh, ahead go sorry ahead. so no 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 go ahead just to wrap it up, it's important to have accurate information so that they can't use it as a technicality to get your name off of the ballot. That because was that's... that was going to be my question there before you finish, uh, so you can do a whole big long thing on it. What are the difficulties that uh, people might run into? Um, difficulties would be like being motivated to do it and then going and finding out that it, the registration deadline's already passed and you have to wait like nine months or something like that and then they forget that would be like a, the biggest hurdle i think uh perhaps f identifying your local precinct could be difficult for some people but you know people who listen to this show i, I don't think it'd be hard for them at all so oh i appreciate uh, i'm sure they appreciate it <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean I'll say, I'll say no more on that <laughs> It's literally like talking to a librarian. You're like, hey, can I check this thing out? And they're like, yeah, here you go. Sign this. You're like, yeah. okay. Implying our audience has ever been to a fucking library except to get Wi-Fi for that three-month stint that they were homeless. <laughs> <laughs> or, or use a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> Those no, are we've mostly got... my followers, by the way. 
we've got we've got a we've got a great audience they're very smart people um most of the time and very motivated most of the time as well um but i i mean there's um and obviously, uh, a lot of these more tightly held areas, they have some silly rules, right? Especially like age restrictions and stuff like that that may be a lot more difficult to get around. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Some places have like really silly age restrictions. Some places have like a certain list of misdemeanors that'll disqualify you. Some places oh, don't have any. So it really varies and depends. And this is why like interfacing with the government, actually physically going there, and like physically seeing the documents and paperwork and figure it out, you know? Um, another good resource would be the local party. Like this applies to both parties. So, but I'm focused on the Republican party. The Democrats can go fuck themselves. Um, the, if you talk to the party, they can also help you through this process. Especially if you get that like nice old boomer lady who's like kind of mom and you, you know, she'll totally help you out. So it's, it's not as difficult as it would appear, but I think that the largest difficulty of it all is people's inaction and whether or not they're willing to act upon their beliefs and values, or if they're content to complain about them. Well, I, we, we hate the complainers, uh, who don't, you know, actually do anything. Can we get a list of what not to do? Because I think some of the things should be obvious, but some might not be like, first of all, don't show up wearing an armband. Even if it's an American flag, it's a little off-putting. <laughs> well, you know what, Brighton? I don't want to, like, counter-signal any kind of optics or campaign strategies and tactics. What I simply want is a wave of our guys getting involved in local politics and then expressing themselves through that process. And my hope is that the best will rise up and they'll be funny trolling and then there'll be people who are just totally cringe and burn out. Like, but all that's acceptable to me, you know? <laughs> I'm not, you know, I just, uh, I, this isn't even about optics. I just, uh, I don't want people to, uh, you know, fill out the wrong form or get misguided by some people oh. that might smell the, uh, you know, smell the pro-white stink on them and like screw them over, you know? So you're talking about technicalities. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, we, listen, everybody knows where I stand on the quote unquote optics debate. And it's basically, that's boring as shit. Go fuck yourself. It's 27, uh, 2017 bullshit. And I've been through it already. Okay. So your driver's license has to match the address that you're registered in. So that's probably a hurdle for people. A lot of people move and don't update their ID. So that would be one thing being registered to vote uh would help with this as well because would help <laughs> has to remain consistent and it's kind of a <laughs> the process um so that could be another one you know you, you go register to run for office but you forget to register to vote that, that'd be uh that'd be a technicality they dq you on so yeah making sure that your paperwork is in order i think would be a, a high priority to avoid these technical issues so step by step, guys, make sure your voter registration, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but make sure your voter registration is up to date. Make sure your license and or government ID is up to date uh, and go in there and just to, to the, the correct location. Don't show up at the, uh, at the hospital. Um, Typically the county clerks. You go there, you know, that sounds like a, like a good time, really boring place. You've probably never been there in your life. I know, I don't know where the county clerk is, but I, I could find it. I could find it. Um, but, you know, 
once you have all that figured out, you go to the you go to the GOP website, uh, or if you want to be a sabotage candidate, you go to the Democrat website, and that sounds like a hilarious idea that you just start a vlog about. But mainly go over to to the Republican website, get all that figured out, buy a little laminated map, uh, get elected, and go uh, you know start attending some meetings and all of that. And the next thing you know, you're uh, you're on the city council, and you're you're fixing the, the the thing with the garbage doesn't uh pick big enough things about i mean it's just a little cooling fan okay and it doesn't work take it it's garbage <laughs> yeah uh you'd be surprised how many offices people are running unopposed so if you just challenge them in the primary you can actually just boot them out before the the election even starts so there's a lot of funny little quirks all over the country another thing i'd like to point out is for people in occupied territory Oftentimes, the the Democratic seat will be the only one that's taken, which means that the Republican seat is ripe for the taking. So you could have a chance that way as well, even if, you know, you're in like a, a 20 percent white area or something like that. All right on. Um, that sounds good to me, man. That sounds like a good time, actually. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of. I would... I was going to ask you here. It's uh, now it's your turn as we start to 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 wrap it up here. I mean, what what quite, uh, this has been, I think, insightful for uh, not only me but the listeners as well. Uh, as well, speaking, uh, what was your take from this? You got any questions here for Mister Faustian Spirit? Yeah. So for our fucking retarded viewers, which there's a few, don't get <laughs> us wrong. Uh, uh, would you say the easiest way to figure out where to go? if you're a beginner would be to go to your county clerk's office or to the GOP office, depending on, uh, I guess, which is more convenient because some are more than for others, you know, county clerks are pretty busy for a lot of people. So, uh, as far as like, you know, figuring out where to go, what's open for the running shit like that, you know? Yeah. Um, you can always contact the mayor's office and their secretary or their team would be able to redirect you to the relevant organization responsible for managing the elections. So it's really a, about identifying who's responsible for registering the candidates on the ballot, printing the ballots, etc. So um, typically that is the county clerk, but uh, like sometimes, especially in the more paused areas, they'll set up entirely different organizations in order to make it more difficult for for people to run for office. And an example that I wanna to give to you about that is um, if you go to the Ohio Republican Party, there is zero information about how to register to run for office on there. Nice. So go, going and talking to the Republicans who, you, you know, they, they, their spirit's in the right place, they're just going in the wrong direction, right? So the, all their websites are all boomer tier garbage. Mm -hmm. and talking to them in person, there can be useful people there. So it is a resource, but I wouldn't rely on it. What okay. is reliable is the local government. Like they are required by law, you know? So they're- the doesn't mean they're gonna be competent, dude. I'm in Cincinnati, believe me. Yeah, they may be required by law, but they are not required by law to pass any sort of competency tests, <laughs> I, I don't think. Uh, yeah, they're mostly incompetent. I, I wouldn't, but, but they should have the proper paperwork. Like the elections do happen. The ballots are printed, that sort of thing. So typically it's the county clerk. Typically. If not, check the mayor's office or the city council. That's another one too. 
there'll be like volunteers or secretaries in there that can help you. Okay. Uh, and you had said you wanted to, you wanted to challenge me to run for, for some office uh, thing, which I, I can do that. I can do that. I think that'd be a, a fun thing to do. What, what do I, what do I need to do? And I'll, I'll document it for you. You are willing to commit to run for local office. I don't think I'd win anything. I'm pretty sure they'd be like, don't you run a really dumb podcast? And be like, yeah, please listen to it. <laughs> Buy a shirt. Just talk to them about ideas and values. You know, you connect with them. That's all it takes. <laughs> Just go out there and, uh, you know, kiss some uh, cats or, like, you know, kick some babies or whatever it is. Whatever the thing is. I'm sure I can do it. It'll be fine. Just turn your charm on, Brad. Just be like, listen here, you motherfucker. Okay, so locate your election officials. Locate the county clerk. Like if if you want to if you want to do it with me right now, let's do it. It's uh, it's not difficult. Sure. Yeah, let's do that. All right. I'm gonna locate mine as well. Okay. So give, yeah, I'll... just give me the website. I mean, this is uh, it's probably some it's probably not very good uh, radio, but you know. You gotta, you gotta give me the website, and I'm not gonna give any uh, identifying information more than I normally have. You guys have to guess my zip code, all right? And when you do, we can just get a beer down the street. But uh, you know, or you can donate five million dollars, and I'll give it to you. <laughs> right now, I don't, I don't know where your county clerk is. You got, you gotta look it up, and uh, yeah. All right. Foxy dude. If this gets to be too silent, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to pull the plug on it. No. But uh, all right, found it. I know. Oh. Uh, I I found how I can pay traffic tickets. Great. Well, if there is a contact us area, yep. Go find their phone number, the relevant phone number. Typically, they have. Like, <laughs> no, there is no phone number. This is email only, bud. Uh, oh. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to have you call them right now. I'm just giving you the info. Oh, no, I'm, I'm I'm literally telling you that this is, they don't list it on the site. They're going to make you, yeah. yeah. Do they have an address? Yeah, I'm going to have to go over there. Uh, I will tell you, like, I mean, when it comes to your right to party uh, in Ohio, really bad. Uh, any government stuff in Ohio is really bad. I've been wanting to make phone calls and knock doors for Jim Renacy for a while. I've sent them several messages and I've gotten fucking nothing. So they either like found me online and were like, he's a bit of an edgelord, uh, or they're just run by boomers. But yeah, no, I'm going to have to go over here. I know where this is. Uh, yeah, give them the FaceTime, you know, you gotta, you gotta be in their presence. I don't have yeah, FaceTime on my phone. I have an Android. <laughs> You gotta go smell their sweat, dude. Oh, God, and they're so big. They're so big because they live in Ohio. They're so big and nasty. So, talk talk to the county clerk. Say, I want to find out what precinct I live in and how I can register to run for office. Mm -hmm. Boom. There you go. Alright, I'll absolutely do that. Um, I've got some time between meetings, uh, oftentimes during the week, so uh, that's, that's what I'll do. I'll go try to find out i'm not going to shove a camera or shove a phone in their face like all right i'm live streaming this i'll figure it out um but yeah, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. uh i'll take it seriously and i'll take your advice i'll actually do this i mean i figure why not and, and i encourage all of you guys to do this and if i, I would never ask you to do something uh, on the show i would never ask you to do something that i'm not going to do myself 
So that's such a good point. I mean, I'll do it. I'll, I'll report back with the results, but I will do it and we'll see, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm an upstanding member of the, uh, of the, the community. So, uh, you know, uh, unless I go to bars, then they're like, I'm not sure about that fella, but you know, okay. Well, that's good. You got anything else? Uh, anything yeah. I didn't ask you or anything? Yeah. What else? Uh, in closing, I too am running for local office. I am also going to be like self doxing after I win my election. Nice. And I encourage as many other people who are sick and tired of just listening and talking and doing nothing that I, I want to encourage them to get involved in the political process. It's easier than you think. All you got to do is physically interface with it and go out and talk to people. So my goal is to get a thousand of our guys to run for any seat they're eligible for. I don't care any seat possible in 2020. That's my goal. So I got a two year, I'm throwing a dart two years out and I'm going to see if I can make it happen. So thank you for adding to the pile, Bryden. Fuck yeah. I mean, absolutely. Um, let's see, Spicky, you got anything else? And then we're going to take a like two minute break after this, uh, because I just got to pee, but it'll be fine. No, I mean, that pretty well covers it. I mean, that's a pretty thorough, uh, pretty thorough job explaining how to get involved. Well, and, and what about you, Spicky? Have you ever done anything like this before? Uh, I don't think I'd be allowed to. <laughs> <laughs> He's an illegal alien, dude. Uh, no, uh, I just don't think I'd be allowed to. Um, yeah, I, I'm pretty well known where I live, and uh, yeah, I don't think records would allow that to happen. <laughs> as long as you're within the rules, it should be fine. Well, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm certainly, I've, I've been considering trying. Uh, it's just a matter of like, eh, do I want to save myself the embarrassment of going down there and finding out, like, ah, uh. <laughs> No, you've uh, you've literally punched way too many people in the head. So, uh, no, you can't do this. Well, like, uh, ah, you know what? I won every time, though. So uh, <laughs> I'm still undefeated, motherfuckers. Let me try this one. Like, that's 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 my mentality, dude. I go down there and I would fucking try like a motherfucker. Well, uh, a tiny little embarrassment, I think, is worth the attempt. So I, I hope. Oh, I'm. Can... I'm I'm not ashamed. It's just one of those things where it's like, eh, is it really worth it? Because I mean, I I, just, I, I don't want to go into too much detail. Obviously, I can't. But post uh... the boomers, dude. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's a vacant seat. They'll be like, no, no, you literally can't do that. Like, like no, like. Uh, who's running for it? Uh, nobody. Uh, okay, well, I'll take it. No, 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 no. Literally, uh, you can't have it. <laughs> like, you're a piece of shit. Uh, oh, okay, thanks. I'm not ashamed. I mean, I'll, I'll definitely try. I'll, I'll actually go down uh, tomorrow. I have the next couple days off, so I'll go down and I'll try it tomorrow and I'll, I'll see what's happening. But uh, I just... Uh, not going to happen. <laughs> I Like, I can guarantee it. You might be surprised. I'm happy to hear that, though. <laughs> right on. Well, all right. Uh, where can we find you, sir? Uh, 
my Twitter is Faustian underscore spirit. And my YouTube channel, which I'm going to start streaming on and uploading videos, so there's nothing there yet. But it's uh, the same name, Faustian Spirit, two words, on YouTube. So. All right. Well, great. Thanks for stopping by. Um, you know, we'll, we'll definitely keep everybody updated and uh, very likely have you back uh, as we, you know, start to uh, start to move everything closer. But, um, yeah. all right okay so um yeah we're running a little long uh but that's fine you know you guys are accustomed to sometimes we do a little bit of these longer ones um that's just the way that it is uh great guest obviously um very informative stuff but we've got a lot of other things ahead of you uh and i hate to be this guy i never said i'd be this guy but you know we do have uh the the shirts until friday use the promo code usa and it's free shipping on those uh made by Bo from fast aesthetics great stuff i don't have one myself i need to order one honestly um but uh let's just keep moving along here in the spirit of this beautiful beautiful holiday celebrating our birth as a nation who do you think had a more positive uh spin you know you know that you know, obviously, the president had a, uh, a speech today. You know, they had a, a picnic. Uh, you know, they're going to wait for the fireworks and all of that stuff. It was very positive. Um, but the, the Republicans and the Democrats, they always, uh, you know, release a statement. Spicky, out of the two, who do you, who do you think loves America more or is uh, genuinely happy with their life? Uh, I think Jim Acosta loves America more than anybody else. <laughs> so I'll go with the Democrats on this. Ah, oh, that's... Uh, Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. That's, well, I mean, Jim Acosta, we don't know about uh, how he feels about America right now. Um, but we do know what uh, DNC chairman Tom Perez uh, had to say. We recognize that America's... And you may hear fireworks going off in the neighborhood, fellas, but that's fine. That just adds to the flavor of this great uh, program. We recognize that America's founding promise remains out of reach for too many families. Black unemployment at an all-time low. Adding that everywhere we look... uh, is what he's adding here. Everywhere we look, our most fundamental values are under attack. He's talking about... uh, uh, you know, jobs being not uh, fifteen dollars an hour, and like apparently, like the the blacks and the gays aren't having a good time, which I, I I think is odd that he would even say such a thing, really. But thousands of children have been separated from their parents at our southern border. At our highest court, workers' rights are being taken away. Voter voting rights are under assault. <laughs> Muslim Americans are being discriminated against for their faith and and women's right to choose is under threat like never before. He didn't mention Trump in the entire thing, and I'm not going to read the entire fucking statement, but as we celebrate our nation's independence, Democrats reaffirm our commitment to fighting for the values of inclusion and opportunity for everyone. Unless you happen to be 
you know, not like a disabled tranny black. But uh, let's 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 riff on that for a second before we get to what uh, what Rana said um, uh, on the Republican side here. Um, do that. I mean, do they ever get tired of playing the fucking victim? Like, you got to think about it. When we let that black guy run everything for a few years, even then they continued to play the fucking victim. When they were on top of the world, they continued to play the fucking victim. Um, the Democrat cries out as they strike you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, Bryden, you know what my least favorite thing in the fucking world is? Um, I mean, obviously, besides pedophiles. What's that? It's when people play victim, which that's what women do. The Democratic Party is a bunch of fucking crybaby women. That's what they do. They attack, you strike back or say something back, and they start fucking crying and playing victim. It is fucking obnoxious. They're like, and that's what's well, that's what's pushing people away from them. People are looking at it like, uh, we're really always the victim, even when we're winning. Uh, okay, now we're losing. Yeah, I get being the victim, but if you guys are just going to take something positive and spin it and then say, ah, we're the fucking victim, ah, and then, dude, like, people are waking up to that kind of bullshit. Well, I mean, something that you had brought up uh, that I didn't even know about, it was a couple episodes ago, uh, ago the whole walk away movement, which was apparently yes. uh, started Beautiful. by some, it was, yeah, it was started by some gay dude uh, who was like, uh, I don't like where this party's headed, you know, the walk away thing. I haven't done much research on it, but uh, it's, it's, it's huge. Is it really that big? Uh, they, dude, they get a couple thousand tweets an hour. And yeah, some of it's like us you know, referring to it or some people like piling onto it or, you know, people trying to lure people into it, but it gets a lot of impressions, dude. And it's, it's from what I've seen and you know, you know how Twitter analytics are. They suppressed it. It should have been. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It should. Well, it should have been trending at at least twice. They had, I think 6,000 tweets an hour on the hashtag for two hours and it wasn't trending. So, I mean, they've, uh, they obviously have seen it. They're just kind of, uh, nope, we're not going to let this come up on the big board. You know, you see shit tweeting with a thousand tweets per hour, right? Or it shows up, says 1000 tweets or whatever on the, on your, uh, the, the trending shit. Um, it gets that at least that it's usually between 1200 and 1800 tweets per hour consistently. So you are a person shoot sorry it's a big color an lgbt person a woman or an american shut up faggot okay sorry okay god damn it okay there we go no i'm trying to get the it's i guess you don't care no i do care keep keep going uh i'm I'm just gonna gonna play out there beat your fucking ass well you know it's yeah we gotta you know it's Uh, fine No, so so basically, I mean, this shit should be trending. It's it's a it's bigger than obviously it seems. They don't want you to think that's the case. This is exactly what you and I have been alluding to and talking about for months. Obviously, I have a little bit of inside information from the left that uh, I can't give more than what I've given for details out. Uh, as far as them being basically fucking subverted, which is fucking amazing. Well, you said they're uh, dragging they're... their own people at this point. Oh yeah, yeah. There's, there's actually, 
Um, it's more, it, it really, it's more than I thought. Like, it's three pretty good size accounts. And not like Louise Mensch, so I, like, not her. She's um, technically right winger, I think, you know? She, <laughs> yeah, she blocked me, so it's it's not her. Um, this is the reason why my DMs are open. But yeah, they're, they're kind of leading their own people on, on and they're, uh, well, they're not their own people anymore, I guess. They were, they kind of figured out what's going on. Now they're just running analytics on retards, basically. Well, it's fucking amazing. Well, let's uh, because we never really did a thing on it. I want to play this video. All I know about the walk away movement, and you know, before we get into the uh, the Republican, you know, statement on uh, on Fourth of July, which everybody should just have a positive statement. You would think, you know, that people would just say it's Independence Day yay america and then we get along for, for like 10 minutes and we watch a fireworks show and then we can go back to being each other's throats you know it's not like every fireworks show is spelling out donald trump all right it's not doing it i enjoyed fireworks during obama i enjoyed them during bush uh and i'm, I'm gonna enjoy them during trump um but you know whatever so when it comes to this walk away movement all i know is like some faggot started it and this is the thing, but here's the video. Uh, obviously, we can't bring the video up on the screen. We're working on that. That's going to be a thing that's fixed. Uh, but here's the audio for it. It's about a minute, 43 seconds. Person of color, an LGBT person, a woman, or an American immigrant, the Democratic Party wants you to know that you are a victim and destined to stay that way. They will insist that you are a victim doomed to exist within a system that is rigged against you. That you are a victim of systemic oppression. That you are a victim of your circumstances and that no amount of hard work or motivational action will ever allow you to overcome your victimhood or the privilege of those around you. This Okay, people should know that like during this thing, um, if I wouldn't have known that he was gay before, oh boy, does she have some sass on her in the neck. Like this is a... Uh... This is a black woman living in a uh, in a Hollywood gay man's body. Um, so, you know, there's there's that. But and it just strikes me as a little bit of, uh, you know, Dems are the real racist or whatever. But I, I if that's effective to some people, as long as they vote the right way, I don't know. A log cabin Republicans or like, you know, blacks or Latinos for Trump. I vote the right way. All right. Listen, we've got different end goals, I guess. Uh, you know, I'm a little more paleo conservative, um, if that's the right thing for it, but, uh, you know, um, whatever, maybe this will convince people. I don't know. They're this video is not for, for this audience really, but it's just good to know it exists. This is perhaps the democratic party's greatest and most insidious lie. But if you are a minority in America today, the left-wing politicians and the liberal media don't want you to ever discover this lie. So they bombard us with stories designed to reinforce the narrative that you are in danger, that you cannot succeed. They manipulate your fears and concerns by telling you that you are disadvantaged, disempowered, and disposable to everyone except them. They will tell you that you need them. They will tell you that you are only safe under their supervision. They will promise to liberate you from all that chains you. And then they will do absolutely nothing for you. Once upon a time, I was a liberal, but liberalism has changed and I will no longer be a part of an ideology or political party that represents everything that contradicts my values of unity, equal opportunity, personal empowerment, 
compassion and love. So I am walking away. And I encourage all of you to do the same. Walk away. Okay, I mean, that's, you know, um, that's perhaps convincing to people, which is good. Uh, I do want to say that I don't necessarily want our party to become the party of unity and love as much as the, uh, you know, party of um, independence, uh, efficiency, and holy fucking shit, get over yourself. I, I, I don't I don't care about some weird, like, Listen, man, like, I I like the sleepy doctor, Ben Carson. I mean, you never hear from him, just like everybody who should be, uh, you know, heading up the uh, Department of Housing and Urban Development. You should never hear from him. The only thing that I heard from him was he found a bunch of, like, billions of dollars in waste, like, a year ago and was like, well, I, um, I'm gonna gonna cut that out. (sighs) And, And then that was good. You know, that's that's all you should hear from him. I don't know about becoming the, the party of uh, unity, inclusion, and love as much as the party of get off up your ass, dumbass, and get a job. So he's uh, he's right on some points uh, there, and I think that's good. But I had never seen the video. Very convincing guy. Um, you know, uh, that's 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 clearly a lot, uh, a lot more persuading to, I guess, a lot of people um, than... Uh, you know, screaming at them, probably. Yeah, we're the party of accepting votes, and that's that's the best we'll do for you. We're not including your fucking gay, fucking trans bullshit. Uh, this guy, he is pretty appealing to these people, though. I mean, here's the thing. There are a lot of people that are telling their stories on that hashtag. I don't think it's solely because of this faggot, but I think it's it's more or less like people are... I mean, you know how people were ashamed of voting for Trump? Yeah. You know, it was kind of uh, a lot of people that, I mean, realistically, <laughs> all the polls said he was going to get annihilated. A lot of people just were kind of like, man, I really like this guy. This is kind of a very similar, very similar... Uh, uh, movement i mean it's people on twitter coming out left and right and if you look down their timelines it's a bunch of fucking marxist commie fucking bullshit i mean i how long till mike cannon is on this hashtag mike we do this it won't it won't happen mike cannon is he just likes radical politics for the sake of radical politics. He's one of no. those guys. Like, he's a great guy. Don't get me wrong. I mean, for a fucking commie. But he's just one of those guys where he just, he likes to read. And, and that's, he's not a practical person or whatever. He's not in touch with, like, actual, like, people at all. Um, he's, he's just a fart sniffer, you know. But he's our fart sniffer, and he comes up on this show often. So, you know. Uh, well, no, no, no. More or less, uh, you know is it possible to convert a guy like that who I'm pretty sure is just trolling? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I, I'm gonna, you know what? Every tweet I fucking make, like every reply I make, actually, as a matter of fact, any tweet that anybody makes or replies under the walkaway hashtag, I urge you to tag at Mike R. Cannon. <laughs> That's what we're doing this week. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's get thousands of people to do this. So, um, <laughs> let's take over the hashtag 
and we will tag at Mike R. Cannon. And we're just trying to get Mike Cannon to walk <laughs> away from the IPAs. Like, try another beer, dickhead. Get a hey. haircut. <laughs> yeah. Can you, can you walk away from the IPA over to a fucking barber, you nerd? Like that. Dude, he's... <laughs> He's a good sport, man. Like, yeah, we shit true. on him the first time. Like, I didn't really talk to him. I didn't really know that much about him. We, I mean, you said, hey, he's a pretty good guy. And I fucking saw his shit. And I started trashing him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of reason to trash the fucking guy. I Dude. come to find out, I actually kind of like him. I think he's just a, I think he's just a leftist troll like I am. He's just not very good at it. Yeah, well, the left's not very good at trolling in general. I mean... <laughs> I, yeah, I, it's, I mean, I don't know. I, I Basically, what I get from this is this walk away campaign would work for people that, um, you know, are, are not very political or not too terribly politically invested. They're just part of this uh, umbrella rainbow nation minority uh, perceived minority group that uh, the Democratic Party has, you know, cultivated for so many years. This would only really work on people that are not very politically active or invested. Mike Cannon, yeah. on the other hand, is. Uh, this, this, or to use the term, which I want to stop using because it's fucking gay, normies. Uh, that's the people well, that it would work on um, because they're just Democrat by default because they went to college or they're, parents were democrats or something and and that's what they get from you know john oliver or things like that by default they say i fit into this camp because unfortunately the the way that they painted uh the republican party in the white wing is uh whites only which it'd be cool if that was it but it's not now i do wonder down the line if we're going to be invaded by a bunch of fucking paws and bullshit um, but there, there's a weird split among the right anyway. Uh, you know, you've got like your, uh, you know, your, your Pat Buchanan's and then your, uh, Paul Ryan's, you know, uh, and the Trumpian people kind of fit somewhere in between there. And, you know, comes down to if you are socially conservative or not. I mean, that's a whole nother, uh, debate to have. Um, but it shows, uh, that, there's there's at least some sort of uh, uh, awakening. I don't. I hate the term awakening, but uh, well, some sort of thing going on there, which is it. Ultimately, it, it calculates the votes in the short term, which is just I think a good uh, a good thing to have. I don't know what it says long term for the party though. It's a mass migration basically from the center left, which I mean, there's center left, left, and then there's far left. There's probably even farther left after that, but. The center left is pushing towards the middle at a incredible fucking rate. Even if they don't vote for your guys, a vote not for them is better than nothing. They are waking up to the idea that they've been getting fucking played. So like the left center is kind of your your wealthier kind of people or your people who actually work. Uh, after that, it gets progressively worse until you get to the point where, you know, you're talking about the Jews and the businessmen and shit like that, who are making a fortune and they just don't give a fuck. They're, they're, you know, they're voting on, uh, what's going to benefit them a lot more as far as businesses and shit like that. The center left is very same as center, right? Really? Which are mostly boomers, but 
they're very easily persuaded. Yeah. Pushing them to the center is even a fucking huge deal. I mean, you're taking votes away. That's all that matters. Who gives a fuck who they vote for if it's not for a fucking communist like Hillary Clinton <laughs> or Bernie fucking Sanders? You know Hillary, what I mean? Hillary lost because she wasn't a communist, according to Hillary Clinton. But uh, uh, yeah, okay. Well, I mean, you could say that, but uh, well, she could say that, but. Well, here, here's what uh, here's what the uh, uh, here's what the RNC had to say. Um, uh, so, uh, oh no, uh, uh, yeah, I do have the Democrat full statement. Fuck, I don't have the RNC full statement. Oh well, it doesn't uh, doesn't really matter too much. Um, Oh, gosh, where is it? Okay. Uh, as we celebrate more than two centuries of independence, we honor the patriots who declared America a free nation in 1776. We also remember and thank our service members for their lasting dedication and countless sacrifices to guard our liberties. Uh, she also pledged to uphold America's founding principles and continue to fight for our inalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness for all. Um, yeah, man, that seems a little more positive than like America's a big old shithole. And, you know, if you come here, uh, you're, you're just going to get fucked over. That's, that seems to be, you know, the, the theme, uh, that you get out of the RNC in general is like, okay, we care about, uh, you know, who actually founded this country. We, uh, you know, we're going to continue to do our best to uphold this instead of oh woe is me did you know that uh trump magically hates black gays like that it's uh, we haven't had a president that hates black gays for even a, a very long time i mean shit even kanye was wrong when he said george Bush doesn't care about black people um you know he, he just i think george bush just he thought they were a little funny and maybe not so important but you know. <laughs> Where's the lie? Where's the lie? You know, uh, it, uh, it it's it's weird how I see people just love uh, not having a good time. You know, that's something that like I'm a pretty uh, morose motherfucker, but not when we do this show, man. I always like to give out, uh, you know, the, the, the good motivating shit. And, um, you know, that should be the duty of these parties. Uh, instead it's just like, here's a list of grievances and like, oh, we're going to try to get better, but remember everything's fucked and you're going to die. Uh, just the left in general is quite a bit of a death cult. And if you go too far to the right, it's also a fucking death cult. Uh, environmentalism is a fucking death cult. Oh, like I, I just, it's so weird how many like weird traps of death cults there are out there. Uh, it's, it's scary. You know, I can't like. I can't imagine living your life too long like that. Um, and, and not just being like, hold on, wait a second. I need to, I need to like have a beer and sit down for a second. And, uh, just like, <laughs> dude, Greenpeace, when we were younger, you and I, um, those fucking guys were relentless. Once a week, I would get a knock on the door. Here's some shit. And it's like, dude, like I'm fucking 10 years old. I really don't give a fuck. And uh, one time my dad answered the door. And these people are so fucking relentless there. Hey, stick your hand in the door. Guess what, man? I had a purebred husky who jumped up and lashed the fuck on this guy's arm as he stuck it in the door. They're relentless, man. They're fucked up. They don't care. They're just kind of... They'll never give up. 
Sorry about the fireworks. Ah, I got fireworks over here too. It's cool, but uh, you know, speaking of death cults, we got uh, we got some uh, we got some good stuff. OIWD presents Right to Bryden. One hundred percent correct. Seventy percent accurate. Here's one you may not hear too much about on right wing podcast because for whatever reason you're not hearing it on mainstream right wing news. Fox was too busy talking to a bunch of blacks and Hispanics on the USS Monterey uh, to actually cover uh, what happened here. But Senate panel upholds finding that Russia backed Trump, contradicting the House Intelligence Committee's uh, findings. So uh, the Senate Intelligence Committee uh, has unequivocally upheld the conclusion of the intelligence community uh, that, uh, you know, you remember the, the intelligence community, those guys we trust so much, uh, that Russia developed a clear preference for then-candidate Donald Trump in the 2016 election and sought to help him win in the White House, uh, sought to help him win the White House. The assessment, announced in an unclassified summary released Tuesday, represents a direct repudiation of the committee's counterpart in the House and of President Trump himself, who has consistently rejected assertions that Moscow sought to bolster his candidacy through its election uh, interference. So, uh, I'm still not sold. This comes from The Hill, who's, you know, kind of hit or miss. Uh, I'm still not sold on this so-called election interference, just First things first, first things being honest. That's because anything that comes from Russia is 80% of the time connected in some way to the Kremlin. That's how Russia is set up. And also, for the record, uh, for the umpteenth time of me saying this and for it being Independence Day, fuck Russia. All right? Uh, Not a great place, guys. Not a great place. Okay? But all of it is connected in some way to the Kremlin. But they're acting like the, the MSNBCs and the CNNs of the world and, and the HuffPo's are acting like. I even saw MSNBC actually say uh, that uh, Senate upholds that uh, Russia hacked the election. I've seen no proof of that. Uh, I've seen no proof of that from uh, the, this, this assertion by the Senate panel that has like Rubio on it and all this shit. Um yeah, okay. The House said no, that, that's not what it is. The Senate said yes. And uh, let, let's, just, let, let's just assume. Let's take a hypothetical here. Go, go with me on this ride. Let's say that Russia did have, at some point, a preference for Trump. Now, the assertion is that Russia wanted to disrupt America, divide it, and get everybody all fighting against each other and and lose faith in the system and all of that. Well, it clearly fucking worked because who, who, uh, who, who didn't put faith in Donald Trump? Everybody but the voters. Everybody but the people. So it would make sense that Russia would think, well, this is going to fuck all kinds of shit up. Now, there's nothing in this uh, conclusion with the uh, Senate Intelligence Committee that says that they actually helped him in any way. It just says that they might have had a preference. Now, I don't know why they would actually have a preference. Hillary Clinton would have been terrible for Russia, honestly. Would have started a war with them. So maybe, maybe they didn't want the war. Maybe that's it. 
But Trump has been plenty hard on Russia. I think he stood his ground rather, rather firmly while trying to not be a dickhead with them. Like some people I know, Hillary, with your gayest little reset button. Like, Jesus Christ, it's a fucking Office Max button. Like, you know, what are you doing? What are you doing? But it might make sense. That still doesn't mean that the citizens of the United States and the voters didn't go for Trump. There was no, and, and, and this makes no mention of collusion, that word that we don't really hear anymore, because there is no collusion, which, by the way, technically isn't even a crime unless you're, like, uh, getting really deep into finances and shit like that. But there's no, there's no collusion crime. It's just a word that they threw out there. You've got, you've got one little fucking report from an asshole Senate. And the Senate is, uh, the only time I ever feel bad for Paul Ryan about not getting shit done uh, is when things go to the Senate. The Senate are assholes. The Senate are really where the anti-Trump sons of bitches are anyway. Now, all they said was, uh, yeah, we, we agree with the intelligence uh, community, who we know are pieces of shit. That yeah yeah they uh, apparently ha they had some preference for Trump. I don't even know how true that is, but I just wanted to explain that maybe even if that was true, that just shows yet again, holy fucking shit! Donald Trump just blew everybody out the fucking water with this, because everybody ignored the American people. And we've got another thing after we got another thing on this after that regarding uh, this investigation, Spicky. But I want your uh, What's your take on this? Because this, uh, I thought, was just fucking stupid. And I've seen leftist media just blowing their fucking lids over this and acting like, this. Like, oh, we're going to get him this time! Yeah, I mean, I did, listen, Russian, Russia probably did uh, try to influence the election. They've done it many times in the past, okay? We do that to other countries, too. We, we do. And, and, and the big thing from this, okay, is, uh, so, sure. Russia has done this. That doesn't mean Donald Trump is colluded from, uh, with them. That doesn't mean he's guilty of anything. As a matter of fact, uh, two years later, they have been able to prove shit. So, uh, you know, with all the recorded phone calls, text messages, unless he physically went over there and met with a fucking representative of the Kremlin. <laughs> what the fuck? Where are you going with this? But uh, it, you know who's more, uh, who has uh, influenced our elections more than Russia, or more than any other country? Right? Mm, it's probably one of those Middle Eastern countries. I'm thinking Iran. Right? It starts with an I. Uh, yeah, it starts with an I. Um, you know the one who has allowed it uh, allowed a super PAC in this country. Um, Israel. Mm, oh, those guys. Yeah, I always forget about yeah. them. The fucking Jews in the media, the fucking Jews that literally fund uh, a lot of things. Uh, Saudi Arabia gave what? It was mm, upwards of $20 billion to the Clinton campaign. Yeah, so the Saudis are another fucking issue. Yeah, so um, let's talk about this collusion. How come it's just Donald Trump? Even though... We have evidence that... The <laughs> It was to the contrary. Yeah, with, with it was fusion, to the fucking contrary. Fucking uh, yeah, yeah. With uh, uranium the, uh, one, uh, yeah. Come on, you know. 
<laughs> I mean, where seriously? Are we gonna keep doing this? Is this gonna keep happening? Because Mueller still has an investigation, which uh, he's destroying his credibility at this point. Two years can't find shit. What credibility does he even have at this point? I mean, it's... well, it's beefed up. It's beefed up. You well, know, it's like Comey. Comey had credibility until 2016. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then when he made everybody fucking hate him. I maintain Comey's going to jail. But uh, this is another good one here. Um, the judge tosses out suit alleging Trump campaign conspired with Russia and DNC hack. A federal judge has dismissed a lawsuit alleging that President Donald Trump's campaign and former Trump advisor Roger Stone conspired with Russia and WikiLeaks to publish hacked uh, DNC emails during the 2016 presidential race. Uh, U.S. District Court Judge Ellen Huvel, uh, probably not saying that right, said in a ruling Tuesday evening that the suit's efforts to tie the Trump campaign and Stone's alleged actions to the nation's capital were too flimsy for the case to proceed in Washington, D.C. court. The Trump campaign's efforts to elect President uh, Trump in D.C. are not uh, suit-related contacts uh, for those efforts did not involve acts taken in furtherance of the conspiracies to disseminate emails that harmed plaintiffs. Okay, so that's like really gay and fucking lawyery, right? But, um, you know, why haven't they... What happened with... Uh, I, I know it's a leftist meme, butter, uh, butter emails, you know? But, like, why have we still not fucking seen the server? You know, what the fuck happened to yeah. that bitch's emails about yoga and, like, uh, you know, uh, Chelsea's wedding and all of this shit? Now, no, there's no way it's uh, in any way tied to Uranium One, Fusion GPS, uh, the, 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 the Christopher Steele dossier, uh, you know, of which this, uh, this Senate said... Uh, yeah, that, uh, that, that, that isn't, uh, the, the Steele dossier didn't really matter, but they kind of moved around in a way. The reason we're concerned about the Steele dossier is whether or not it was used to get a FISA warrant, which is not anything that they fucking covered. Uh, it, I, it, it's, uh, it's just funny. I mean, I'm happy for Roger Stone. I'm happy Roger Stone is not facing anything, but Roger Stone is honestly invincible. So... Man of Steel. Love that guy, actually. I think he's a troll, man. Like, he's pretty good at what he does, but I'm pretty sure he's a troll. Oh, yeah, of course he's a fucking troll. Fireworks are getting a bit out of hand as it's getting dark here on the East Coast. I know. I'm hearing him outside, too. We've got, uh, shit. We've still got, like, three more fucking topics. All right. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and hit those. We're gonna, we're gonna hit a long one here, fellas. Um... This is Right to Biden, the least listened to podcast on the internet. So, Putin and Trump are, uh, they're meeting, alright? Um, they're gonna meet privately. Uh, shoot, it doesn't have it there. I think it's the, the 14th, the 16th, something like that. And this, this makes sense. This happened with North Korea. This is gonna happen with, with Putin. There's going to be a time when only Donald Trump and Vladimir Putin and their translators are going to be allowed uh, to, to, in a room. Now, this could be 45 minutes. It could be, you know, whatever it is. But people are a little perturbed about it. And there is a brilliant opinion piece. And I say brilliant in just, just the, the, the most honest way. 
This comes from Natalie Know You Gay Read. I'm not kidding, Spicky. Check it out. Am I not wrong here? It says Natalie Know You Gay Ready. Yep. <laughs> I saw it earlier and I fucking laughed. <laughs> Putin will run rings around Trump and Helensky. Bad news for the rest of us. No, you gay. Ready? Uh, when Donald Trump and Vladimir Putin meet in Helensky on, oh, I think it's the 16th of July, uh, there will be only one winner. It will be the guy who likes to be pictured shirtless riding horses in Siberia. I didn't know Donald Trump liked to be pictured. So, uh, you know, okay. I, it's just all the American people on a horse, you know. Um <laughs> Not the one who trundles around a golf course in a cart. Like, dude, what a, what a fucking fag you have to be to write opinion pieces anyway. Why do they even publish opinion pieces? Are you too fucking stupid to be able to make a YouTube video, you fucking retard? Like, it, it, why do they publish this crap anymore? It's fucking boring anyway. Like, all we do is make fun of it on our much more successful and much more downloaded podcast than whatever the guardian is doing at this point. But I, I, I'm getting impatient. Where did I find my, uh, the, the, the funny thing, uh, in here? Uh, do, 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 uh, no wonder the U.S.'s European allies are bracing themselves for another assault on the post-war settlement. They are desperately trying to salvage. Yeah, what's it tell you about Europe? It's a piece of shit. The continent security architecture, the European Union and liberal democracy. It's going to be Sharia soon. No, you gay ready? You fucking cunt. You stupid gash. Trump will meet Putin just days after a NATO summit that everyone expects to be fucking terrible. She wrote in a really uh, obnoxious th uh, way here. And a visit to Britain where large street protests will almost certainly have taken place. I mean, what... <sighs> This, this is the line. Trump's America first approach to world affairs, arguably the greatest political gift brought to Putin since he was told in 1999 that by Boris Yeltsin's entourage that he'd soon be stepping into the Kremlin and replacing an ailing leader. This lady has written tons of fucking articles about how great the goddamn EU is. So Trump's America first approach fucks over her. I'm going to assume, honey, that you don't live in America. I'm going to assume that No You Gay Ready is some type of Euro trash retard that uh, can go ahead and blow us all. Uh, she, she, she's got articles on Steve Bannon. Uh, and, and, it, and this is the best part. We're going to get to this when we talk about DPRK. But has an article here. Macron's uh, charm offensive on Trump is part of his bid to lead Europe. Um, charm offensive is a big thing that they like to say here, but they're all freaked the fuck out over the fact that Donald Trump is going to actually do what everybody does and just meet with Putin with their translators just for a little while. Because you remember, comrade, I tell you what to do. I give you election. This is great. New fun. You come and you do what I want to, I want you to do first. We destroy LGBTQIA2S+. Plus. Second, we get rid of blacks. No blacks. We send, them, uh, we send them to Crimea. I annex. We'll be good. We'll be very good. Um, then we kill. You turn your, you turn your head. You go, to, you go to UN. You tell them, you, 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 you're, you're too hard on Russia. Then, we, we make new deal on Syria. 
we make new deal on Syria. You give me Syria. I give you presidency. You gave me Syria. Of which that's another thing that we're going to talk about on Sunday is uh, Donald Trump considering uh, some interesting things with Syria. But we'll see as they develop as they do with Trump. They you know tend to change rapidly. But um, I, I just couldn't believe it. You're, you know, this is this is just a few fucking years ago. They they're they're Lord and Savior. Hillary Clinton's trying to hit a reset button. Donald Trump tries uh, doing anything similar to that, and they throw a fucking hissy fit. I mean, it's amazing. These people are absolute fucking garbage, my friend. Yeah, he didn't even say that. I mean, he just basically, yeah, we're going to go hang out for a little bit. We're going to talk. Ah, nope, you've been colluding with him for fucking three years now, you fucking scumbag. Dude, it gets old. It wears on you. Um, Man. Hillary Clinton's State Department sanctioned selling 20% of our uranium to them. Uh, And uranium is not like it's fucking like tap water, folks. Yeah, no. (laughs) It's it's, it's rare. It's an important thing. It's used to kill us. I mean, basically, what else are you going to do with it? it You could use it for power and stuff. You know, which also makes it a valuable commodity. Well, Russia doesn't have a single issue with that. They have no shortages of fucking resources to make power. Uh, they probably never will. They make power in the United States. They buy President Trump. They say, I give you power. Yeah. Man, it, it dude, does it wear on you? It, it wears it, on me. It does wear on me. It does wear on me. And that's why, like, every now and then I got to take a little fucking break. But then we got to come back, you know, because I know it I know it wears on a lot of people. And, like, it's relentless, you know. I mean, like, even this, we've got great stuff going on with North Korea. But you all over the media, all over these fuckhead asshole in the, in the mainstream media. So Pompeo, uh, who is killing a uh, dude, he is killing it as Secretary of State. Like, he's just fucking annihilating it. This guy is awesome. Uh, he's going to go meet with, uh, with with North Korea uh, again. And immediately, all you're getting from these folks is like, they're using a charm offensive on President Trump. They're using a charm offensive. And they're going to get him to withdraw from the Korean Peninsula. Even though, as we know, the president was like, look, we're not, we're not going to withdraw anything. Until they've denuclearized, okay? It it'll be fine. We've get we've given them nothing. We got everything. And I believe the motherfucker, because what have they really gotten? And what have we gotten in return? Everything. They've agreed to denuclearize. They're sending us uh, a lot of the uh, you know dead bodies uh, that they're excavating back. They've dismantled uh, you know a lot of the launch pads and things like that. Uh, John Bolton will not be attending. Uh, <laughs> which has been confirmed. I know a lot of people were very upset about that mustachioed man, but I think he did play a little bit of a part uh, in this by scaring the ever-living piss out of everyone uh, because that man is a psychopath and he wants to see everything bombed, but that's his reputation, uh, so it might have helped. But, you know, we have no real timeline for this. Um, you know, it was uh, it was said... Let me, let me see. Let me see who said it because we're getting... Uh, yeah, we're getting here. Let's uh, do, 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 do. Um, yeah. So John Bolton had said it's a one. Yeah, it was Bolton. So there's a one year timeline uh, for dismantling um, that. 
you know, their nuclear pro uh, program. Uh, but, uh, you know, that's, that's not even, that's not even a given. That's just you know that's that's just john bolton the uh state department spokesman said you know i know people have talked about a timeline but um you know we don't really have one uh they want to poo-poo that they want to poo-poo that right away it's that is tiresome i think it has to be just as tiresome to you know be part of the resistance or the media it uh i think it's just tiresome on everybody dude like i i maybe i'm just getting older but I don't think we've lived in a more just politicized time that, you know, everything, everything is fucking political. Uh, and everybody wants to fight, fight, and fight. But today is a day we shouldn't be fighting. But, you know, whatever. At the end of the day, we're, the, we're, we're winning so fucking big. And uh, it's, my head's not quite spinning. But, uh, you know, I'll give, I'll give it a few years. Uh, I'm not tired of all the winning yet. I just, I just can't believe that they, they want it to be that bad. They want it to be that bad, and it just hasn't been, and it's not going to be. They would rather have us all be controlled by the Russians and totally nuked into oblivion than uh, have to say, "Yeah, Donald Trump, kind of a dickhead, uh, kind of a, a boorish motherfucker, but good president." Yeah, I mean, they're. They're relentless, but the more they do this, they're going to push more and more of the people who kind of stand beside and sit there and look at it like, you know, fairly objectively, not, you know, completely objectively and say, uh, you guys are absolutely fucking retarded. Yeah. And that's what I, that's, we've been saying this for a long time. The more they go to an extreme like this, the better for us. The more they're out there, literally Maxine Waters calling for violence or they're doxing ICE agents or, you know, anything like that. That's better for us. How many ICE agents do you think were Democrats? There was probably quite a few. I mean, probably like the rest of the country, pretty close to 50-50. How many do you think are Democrats now? <laughs> None. How many of their family members do you think are that way? None. They're putting their lives in danger. They're doing extremely fucking ridiculous shit. Ah, man, that, like like we've been saying, man, 2020, I, it's going to be a fucking landslide. 2018, there's obviously no blue wave. Um, it's going to be fucking red menstrual blood of these crying <laughs> fucking cunts just bleeding all over the place. Crying like that fucking faggot at the inauguration. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> fucking wait for this shit dude. i can't i i just it's man I, i'm excited for it I, I don't even care man like they're just so fucking out of their minds it's gonna be entertaining to watch them lose their minds they're so fucking full their head is so big from their own it's like it's self-propelled they're doing it to themselves there's nothing run on something don't sit there and say ah he did this he did this. He did this. Make wild accusations and come to find out. None of it's true, you fucking idiots. Well, we got. Uh, let's see. We got. We got. We got a couple more, and these are silly ones. We got. We got a little more relaxed uh, things. Um, you know, for. Uh... Yeah, don't get me fired up, dude. I'm going to do some MDMA after this. Oh, good. Oh, good. <laughs> 
You are listening to Right to Bryden. Making Nigel Farage look like a pussy. Trump declines request to lower flags in memory of Capitol Gazette shooting victims. <laughs> so, uh, this this is this has now been reversed. Uh, the White House has reversed this decision and will allow American flags to be flown at half staff in honor of the five victims. Um, but they kept the original thing up uh, on the Baltimore Sun. This is what just bitching and crying gets you. But it doesn't take away from the fact that Donald Trump for a minute was like, nah, we don't do it for Al-Qaeda. So, nah, fuck them. Uh, or at least, like, made him wait, you know. And I saw this 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 quote tweet from some blue checkmark fuckbag from some rag, you know, piece of garbage media out there on the internet. Not real journalists like Spicky and I. Real piece of fucking shit who had worked at, like, 18 different places. And by worked at, I mean uh, made an opinion column for. We've got to end opinion columns. you got to make a fucking YouTube video at least. One, you'll reach more people. And two, it's just somehow less gay. Uh, like, nobody cares about your opinion. That's the thing about the internet, and we're going to lay into it eventually one day, is about, like, look, nobody nobody cares about your fucking opinion on the internet. And if you think that they do, you're retarded. Like, I don't think that you people care about my opinion. Uh, and if you do, I mean, that's great. But, like, I'm not going to sit here and get a fucking god complex over it like these journalists motherfuckers do. But they managed to bitch him into being like, Fine, just do it so they shut the fuck up. I I have a country to lead. You know, we're trying to solve the uh, the problems over North Korea. Uh, I got I got to meet with Vladdy. Um, that's the thing. And I ask him about. Uh, hey, why'd you uh, interfere in our, our our elections? We have tremendous elections. You interfered. Not so great. Don't like it. Gonna have to do something about it. Uh, but you get. I mean, it. It, I'm not going to take away from the president for waiting so long to do this. And I, the, the collective kvetching of these entitled pieces of shit, it just proves even more how left-wing the media actually is because they feel so entitled. you got to remember, guys, they think they're better than you. And I like this. I like that. I mean, it's, it's unfortunate that, you know, people died or whatever, right? Uh, one of them wasn't a journalist. It was a sales assistant. And that's what I saw on Twitter. Some piece of shit said, this was three days after uh, uh, five journalists were killed. And I had to correct her. I said, listen, you stupid whore. It was four journalists and one real person, a, a sales assistant. That poor son of a bitch. Like being a sales assistant is not a good job. It sucks, guys. It's not good. You don't want that job. Especially working around a bunch of fucking indignant, entitled pieces of garbage. And, you know, he got he got popped as well uh, because of some crazy motherfucker. But I like this, Becky. I like that he didn't, uh, you know, he made him fight for it. <laughs> he made him actually uh, bitch and complain about it. Yeah, it's pretty amazing to me. Uh, he wasn't. Do you think there's any doubt that Trump saw that? And just said, yeah, fuck this shit. I think it's fucking amazing that he's just made him fucking work and beg for it. But yeah, uh, one human being was killed. The other ones uh, were just journalists. Uh, 
this guy tweeted about Trump twice. Once was in 2015. The last time was in 2015. And it was commenting about a lawsuit. This guy was fucking mental to begin with. He was a huge scatterbrain. His whole life was fucking lawsuits. That's all the guy cared about. He lost his fucking mind. And they're trying to paint, you know, Milo and Trump and shit as like these huge uh, advocates for the murder of journalists, which obviously isn't the case. We don't even advocate for that. And, you know, uh, I, I, you know, to give us a little credit, you know. We, That's uh, right. We don't. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't I don't know. We got oh, we got one more story, man. This is a long one tonight. This is a long one, guys. We got one one more uh story plus i might as well just play this because this will be funny Thank you, Mimic Stream. That's like my favorite bumper. We ought to make it into an actual bumper. It's just fucking hilarious. Um, but uh, so this is good. It's our last thing on Independence Day, and, and it has a, a lot to do personally about the show. But New York Daily News mocks Trump as a clown on Independence Day. And and they uh, they have this, this cute little uh, uh, picture uh, on their magazine, uh, it's he, he's got a a broken crown and uh, he's got clown makeup on. It's not even very well photoshopped. I mean, I think any of you guys could do a little better than this. But they have on there news says the clown who plays king can't overthrow the bedrock values this nation was founded on 242 years ago. Um. This is the same place that uh, said we are fucked once uh, Kennedy stepped down. This was like last week. So this is this is the state of these people. Um, I don't know why they think Trump is a clown. I, I uh, he it's it's weird how they can like call him a clown and be scared of him at the same time. Uh, I see this on the right a lot with Antifa. They're like they're a bunch of soy boys, but like oh watch out for the Antifa. Um, I, I would give Antifa a little more credit and say, like, man, they definitely know where to buy, you know, re retractable batons. So you should, like, worry about those people. Uh, I uh, What they do in their personal life is, like, really weird stuff. But I don't see how Trump is a clown. Um, how are you going to – how are you going to say someone is an evil tyrant neo-Hitler – 
and still be a clown because a clown is funny and like don't get me wrong hitler is fucking hilarious like I, I i fucking love all the hitler memes i think they're really funny i'm mean, not all of them a lot of them are like way too serious and i'm like you gotta get a better hobby than that guys but you know when he's like wearing sunglasses and like smoking weed and there's like a youtube remix i think that's fucking awesome uh or if he's like you know like beating up Anne frank like that's hilarious um yeah <laughs> like i mean i'm sorry that's just funny uh I just don't see it's it's just weird, right? As we start to dissect this this was somebody was paid like two hundred dollars to make this, you know. Uh let's 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 break that apart before we break apart the, the, the phrasing that they used here. Yeah, I mean that it, it gets fucking it it, it this shit we've been doing this the whole show this shit just it, it wears on you it's just fucking obnoxious um antifa is really bad at memes they're now really good at organizing before they weren't they used to have to use craigslist to do such remember yeah uh they're 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 really bad at the propaganda end of things but as far as like showing up to counter protests they're pretty good at that. Uh, their memes are fucking... It's embarrassing. I mean, they're embarrassing all the way around. Like, that dude getting fucking knocked the fuck out. That was the most incredible fucking right hook I've ever seen. Okay. Right hook from outer fucking space. But to be fucking... fair... <laughs> but what? to be fair, if the guy's fucking retarded now, that sucks. Like, I'm not uh, gonna say he didn't deserve it. He was assaulting no. a person, but... Whoa, that sucks. No, that doesn't suck. Uh, that's called karma, man. You don't bring a fucking knife to a fucking gunfight and expect to walk out clean. Yeah, that guy, that guy had a pair of guns on him. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, he sure did, dude. Rufio, uh, yeah, he. Uh... Yeah, Ru Rufio, you are the fucking man. We had to get no, him on the seriously. show. No, seriously. I mean, he got whacked. He got whacked on the arm pretty good by the looks. Yeah. And he's just, he stepped back. He waited for the guys to swing again. And I don't, I've never seen like an uppercut hook like that. I mean, the guy is a complete retard anyway. So uh, he was bound to end up retarded no matter what. <laughs> he ducked into the punch and just like, ah, here's how I'm going to protect my chin. I'm just going to put it in the way of this fucking punch. He got knocked the fuck out, dude. Like that's that's how dumb they are. These people are well, just fucking stupid. They bring a weapon and uh they don't know how to defend themselves. But that's not nobody at the Daily News, to the best of our knowledge, at the New York Daily News, uh got knocked the fuck out. I mean, not that anybody would care. Yeah, not that anybody would care, but um the way that they see Trump as a clown and yet a dictator is interesting. And and then they show it, you know, in this uh yeah. In this photo, you know, quite a bit. They have, like, a little broken crown on them and all of that. I mean, if anybody uh, can get me a copy, I, I do collect Trump memorabilia. So uh, I would love that. Um, I'm sure well, I can just buy it online. But it's, it, it's odd. And then the phrasing, the clown who plays king can't overthrow the bedrock values this nation was founded on 242 years uh, ago today. Um, what What is he trying to do that is... I didn't know he was trying to do that because if you go back, uh, I mean, if we're talking, if we're talking just immigration here, 
it wasn't until 65 that we really started to have a problem with this. And I think that might, that might be where they think that the nation started at was San Francisco in 1965. Uh, for them, that's probably true. It, uh, it's just confusing. I, I don't understand. I, I just, I'm, I'm trying to understand and Hopefully somebody maybe could uh, help me understand how you can see somebody as a clown and a tyrant. I mean, because like the way I look at like Maxine Waters, I think that she is just a big old goofball. She's retarded. I don't know yeah. too many people that take her seriously. And the ones that do are also retarded. I actually don't even see Maxine Waters as a threat to what we're trying to do. I see her as a great person for our side to push right out there. Uh, Chuck Schumer, I see him as a big clown. I know he has a lot of sway. He is the most important Democrat in the country. And I still look at the guy and I go, what a slime ball. What a piece of shit. He has no power. He has nothing. He's got nothing. And it's just, I, I, I'm not sure how you could look at somebody as a threat and a clown. I guess is what I'm saying. They're, they're trying to imply uh, that he is somehow uh, weak or uh, not to be taken seriously. I guess not so much weak as not to be taken seriously. When if I'm wanting to make propaganda and say that someone is a threat, I would want to say this person should be taking, taken deathly seriously. Do they think that they are getting a jab at Donald Trump by putting badly Photoshopped clown makeup on him? Because... I think he'd probably prefer that to a Hitler mustache. Uh, and I cannot stress enough how badly Photoshopped this is. Like, I can do a better job in New York Daily News. I'll do a better clown Trump for you if you'd like. I mean, it really is, like, bad at bad. I, I don't even think they used Photoshop. I think they used GIMP. Um, I, I, I just can't grasp the thought process in this like i think that they're wanting to uh take a jab at the president and like invigorate the base but that's just not the way to do it and it it kind of just shows me that they're not even that great at the propaganda um they they can't take the piss out of somebody uh the way that they like to because they're supposed to be taking this guy deathly seriously he's supposed to be neo hitler and bring about the end of the fucking free world and and all of that and it's just not the case yeah i mean they started kind of the clown meme like 20 early 2016 i think you've seen that right the really awful clown meme that somebody made on the left it's it's the one they post the most often but uh as far as being like a tyrant and a clown how does this happen how how is that possible i mean what the fuck are you doing i mean they've lost their fucking minds is what it comes down to well you know who you know who may actually have them beat you know let's talk some 4d chess here uh juggalos figured out how to beat facial recognition whoop whoop all right yes. juggalo fam last september the world welcomed juggalos or juggalettes depending on which you prefer to the resistance 
when they marched on Washington in masses to protest the policies of the Trump administration as if they weren't already doing the absolute most. The diehard fans of the rap group, the insane clown posse, have become accidental heroes for people concerned about facial recognition tech. According to Twitter user at uh, T-A-H-K-I-O-N, I don't know, Tachyon, I don't know. I don't know how to do it. Uh, I, I don't know what his Twitter followers are looking like now. Oh, dude, he only has like 668 Twitter followers. That's uh, somehow less than me. Yeah, that's... Uh, all Good right. job, faggot. Well, he's a computer science blogger for Wonder How To. Uh, Juggalo makeup outmatches uh, the machine learning algorithms, the uh, governed facial uh, uh, recognition. Oh, I'm sorry. Technology. So basically, uh, without reading the whole goddamn thing, uh, yeah, man, the Juggalo makeup, because it works like outside of the jaw, fucks up facial recognition technology and thinks that uh, it's your jaw. So it uh, can't tell who the fuck you are. Um, it, it just, it thinks you're somebody else. They ran this against, uh, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, it's, uh, uh, what are the, what are the, what are the juggalo guys? It's, uh, I about to say, I was about to say Jazzy Jeff, but that's not it. Shaggy too dope. Oh, Jazzy Jeff and Mike Enoch. Yeah. Those are the ones. No, uh, Shaggy <laughs> too dope. <laughs> 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 Shaggy too dope and uh what's the other Violent J, that's the one. Yeah. Violent J, yeah, yeah. Every he's in at least Eminem, every Eminem C D. Yeah, yeah. Shaggy too dope and Violent J. Uh they matched it up with them without the makeup on. And, you know, the facial recognition technology could not figure it out. Uh and like that's just fucking hilarious. Like Juggalo Crew wins again. You know, like you can talk shit on the juggalos all you want, but uh they're getting more stink mink than you are, I think, at this point, guys. Like, uh, you know, they, I, I can't imagine being so big as Insane Clown Posse that they just have a family. They just like, you know, they call it family, but they have a whole big festival and all of this shit. And, you know, people wear face paint and all that. We can't even sell shirts, Spicky. These motherfuckers, <laughs> <laughs> they don't know how magnets work. But fuck me, they know how business works. These guys, <laughs> they've been at this shit for a long time. What was, where was the Fuego sold? It was just Walmart, right? Like they, like they appeal to their, 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 their crowd. Uh, it's the same crowd we appeal to. White trash. Uh, 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 come on. Do not, do not ever lump me in with those fucking losers. Like that. Uh, like you can lump me in with the Mexicans and the Whoa. blacks and shit. No, no, I'll be no. Far, uh, no, I'll be far less uh, disgruntled <laughs> as far as like the ICP fans. Those are the worst of the fucking worst. No, sir. No, sir. And we yeah. might actually get dropped a sponsorship here because who is an ICP fan? Elon Musk. Um, he <laughs> quote, he quote tweeted this article uh, from Slashdot and said, whoop, whoop. And someone said, Elon, are you down with the clown? He said, yeah, I like ICP. So I'm sorry, ICP. The official. How? <laughs> How does this happen? 
Dude, you gotta be down with the clown. No. I'm not, dude. They're the... <laughs> like, those were the kids in high school that used to, like... You'd see their shirts hanging out of a fucking locker somewhere because they were stuffed into, like, a 12-inch wide locker somehow. <laughs> like, you'd see this icp like baseball jersey hanging out of the fucking thing and ah ah help me no no you're fine just keep on walking nobody liked those fucking kids elon musk does really i mean i'm just it's disheartening dude yeah listen we this is a depressing show we will follow what elon uh what elon says man and uh he's down with the clown he's down with the clown nope not this guy Oh my god. Oh man. We this is this is quite the long one here. Um I kinda wanna keep going, but uh it's it's probably not a good idea. Um, I realize it's hundred and ten degrees right here where I'm sitting and I'm fucking inebriated. Yeah, yeah, that's why we're gonna go ahead and uh we'll go ahead and get out of here. We'll save some of these for uh another time or something like that. But um We can go again tomorrow uh normal people have work normal people have work but um yeah so i i I don't know this was this was a this was another big long one we uh did about uh almost three hours um right about two and a half hours but yeah you got you got anything else to uh else say here um other than bashing our main sponsor uh elon Uh, musk and the boring company can uh yeah, no, just happy 4th of July, and Paul Nealon's a fucking faggot. <laughs> How about that? There you go. He'll uh, do nothing, Paul Nealon. Oh, man. Um, so, yeah, happy Independence Day, everyone. God bless America. God bless our wonderful, wonderful country. Go out there uh, as much as you can and uh, own the libtards, own the fucking euros. This is the greatest fucking country in the world. They are so jealous that we not only have the love in our heart for this land, uh, but the uh, Euros there aren't allowed to live here, you know? Um, well, once we get past the merit-based thing and we let in some Swedes, we'll go ahead and cut that off too because who wants to deal with that fucking accent? Listen. I'd rather my chef be a Swede than a fucking Mexican, but, uh, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, yeah, I guess guys, uh, thanks for tuning in. Hopefully everything worked out fine. We did try restream tonight with the Periscope. So, uh, hopefully all of that worked. Whoop, whoop, juggalo pride. And we will, uh, we'll see you next time, fam.